Welcome to Fire Breathing Kittens, a standalone 5th edition D&D podcast. Now, this is the third episode of our new season, so this is a really good place to start listening if you're joining us for the first time. Each week we tell a different story with a rotating cast of characters that come and go, all of whom work for the Fire Breathing Kittens Guild in Nicomoy in the country of Guazo. For this week's adventure, we're joined by Olive. Hi! Olive is a human-sized, green, crocodile-like lizard person. She's wearing a puffy white shirt and baggy brown pants, and she has a tail. Thank you. Oh, and she's a level one monk. Lovely. And Sitara. Hello, my name is Sitara. I am a celestial avatar. I glow blue. I'm really tall, and my skin is really dark and covered in shifting white tattoos. And I tend to kind of glow like starlight. And I'm a level one warlock. That is not terrifying at all. <laughs> Thank you. And finally, we have Nezgrax. Hi, I'm Nezgrax. I'm a brass dragonborn. I used to be a noble, but I'm in exile. I'm, uh, I'm a level one wizard. I used to be a warlock, but I'm not anymore. And um, I'm a freshman at NCC. That's Nicomway Community College. Go Axe Peaks. And um, I'm wearing a really comfy grey cloak that says NCC on the front. Well, uh, check out the epilogues a couple of uh, weeks ago to find out how that happened. But it's always a pleasure to see you. <laughs> Don't cry. Now let's dive right in. I cried. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Me too. That's a really good epilogue. <laughs> it was really long. I know, it was too long. I'm sorry. <laughs> It was perfect and amazing. Oh, thanks. <laughs> anyway, let's dive in. It's a lovely day in Nicomoy. The winter weather is starting to retreat, as is the sea ice, meaning the traders from across the sea have been able to make port and are now selling their wares. The three of you have been browsing by the market in uh, around the harbour all morning. Now, what sorts of things have you all been looking for? I've been looking for um, some sandals that I can wear in the shower. <laughs> so I'm looking for like those black sandals <laughs> that just overlap your foot. You know, I would probably wear them every day. It doesn't matter if I'm in the shower. Yeah, I, I imagine it would also uh, help with not causing too much damage to the shower. If I'm, I'm oh, assuming you've got like wouldn't... clawed feet as well, don't you? I, I do, and I've I've received some complaints already, so I'm I'm trying to just yeah cushion that a little bit. It's probably a good idea. How about you, Olive? Mm -hmm. Olive is looking for rare fruits. She is a bit of a gourmand and is interested in all of the flavors the world has to offer. All right, uh, Sitara, what's your uh, shopping habit? Sitara uh. would be looking for. Well, she's kind of in the market for a sword. And she's also looking for some weird food to food to try foods to try. Okay, so we've got uh, two two foodies and someone who causes extreme damage in the shower. That's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll say um, you're looking over the wares of a fruit and vegetable dealer who's uh, showing you some rather spiky red fruits that look a little bit dangerous if uh, handled incorrectly, when Nesgrax receives a quick tap on the shoulder from behind. Uh, uh, hello. So Sexy? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, 
Standing behind you is a rather, let's say, portly dragonborn and a tiefling. The dragonborn is wearing very fine purple robes, and the tiefling is wearing what is essentially a tuxedo, but with slightly larger pockets. He sounds like a magician. Well, maybe. We'll see. The dragonborn says, Nesgrax, is that you? Who's asking? Give me a history check just to start things off. Here it comes. Here it comes. I'm ready. 13. Okay. Yeah, you, you do know who this is. Only in passing, though. You've only met him a handful of times. This is your uncle... Algenoff. <gasps> Uncle Algenoff. Oh, Nesgrax, I've told you before, call me Algy. Algenoff was my father, and his father, and his father. Our family, as you know, does not have a huge amount of imagination when it comes to naming people. <laughs> no. I mean, l- l- look at your father. <laughs> Mulria. Hmm. Yes. Bit of a strange character he was, but... He was. He is. Yes. Do you see him at all nowadays, or...? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I've been exiled again. I must have missed the first time. I mean, how long has it been since I've seen you, what, ten years, maybe? Well, it's a bit of a long story, but here it goes. Okay. <laughs> About two years ago, I gambled and hoard away most of my family fortune. I was exiled, and I drowned my sorrows in some wine when I met a demon named Mephistopheles, and he said that he would give me powers as his warlock if I would, um, you know, fight if to, so that I could fight with the fire-breathing kittens and become a mercenary and be part of the guild. So anyway... I accepted reluctantly, and then we started our adventures, and I... I you, you seem... Did, were you expecting me to just keep going? Because I can go on, if you like. Well, uh, I mean, I'm always happy to catch up with you, but uh, <laughs> this this does Maybe. seem like uh, quite the tale. I'll tell you what, I, I, seeing as we, I, it's been a while since we man, we've seen each other, we must catch up later on tonight. I'll tell you what, um, I've got a yacht in the harbour just over yonder. Um, how about you and your friends come by later on? I'm having a little dinner party. Uh, we can we can chat, we can catch up, but honestly, that story sounds absolutely fascinating. You're truly a dragon after my own heart. Oh, well... Uncle Algy, I, I, I would be delighted. That sounds amazing. What do you say, guys? Do you want to go on a yacht tonight and have some fun? Heck yeah, totally. Great. Excellent, excellent. I'll, I'll make sure to get some extra wine in for you. I, I remember you rather enjoying uh, my particular vintage. Oh, I sure do. Yes. Mm, excellent, uh, excellent. Oh, are you looking at these, um, these bumble fruits here? Oh, is that what they're called? Bumble fruits. Yes, absolutely fascinating little fruits. They, uh, <laughs> interestingly, they can explode if uh, handled incorrectly. So I'm rather glad you haven't um, <laughs> uh, done anything wrong. We'd have uh, been scraping bits of you off the floor. Wait, oh, like Olive sets down the bumble fruit. <laughs> are you are you serious? They could like blow up a person. Well, you know, it's. 
It's neither here nor there, but I mean, if you're interested, we can certainly bring some. My butler here will be able to prepare them properly. It's absolutely fantastic, let me tell you. I feel like there should be a sign here, something. Is there, any, is there like a, a person doing like health and safety? Well, you know how it goes with these, uh, these places. Health and safety is not a thing. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, don't worry about the bumble fruits then. We, I'm fine with some cheese. Okay, well, just more more wine for us then. Excellent, right. excellent. Chauncey, and he uh, turns to the tiefling behi- beside him. Say, would you mind um, just picking up one, two, three, six extra bottles of wine for tonight? Um, seems we have uh, some more guests. You might want to make that a baker's dozen. Oh, yeah. oh excellent, excellent choice. I'll tell you what, make it make it an even twenty six. Oh no, no, you know what, thirty, thirty. Let's 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 why not? Let's have a let's have fun, shall we? That should do it. Excellent, excellent. Now I shan't keep you waiting. I'll see you a bit later on. Do you remember uh, what my my yacht was called? Oh, maybe not. I have only just taken uh, taken um, it. Uh, so. Of course, of course, I remember. It's it's the uh, it's the uh, it's it's the pa. Oh, it's the no! Way. Don't don't worry yourself it's about the it. It's the, uh, oh, okay. Just head head down to the harbor. It's the big, bright blue yacht. It's, it's called the Vested Interest. If you had forgotten, but don't you worry about it. I'll I'll catch you later. Of course, the Vested Interest. And uh, w- with that, he saunts off with his tiefling butler. In tow. We've got a dinner party, guys. Oh, I'm looking forward to this. I've been playing nothing but beer pong for the last three (laughs) months, so... You must be really good at it, then. Actually, I got quite good, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. I had to do it when I was pledging Sigma (laughs) Delta Alpha. (laughs) Sitara looks at Olive and says, How strong are you? Olive looks awkwardly to the left and to the right. She's taking monk courses by correspondence, so she doesn't really know much about monking yet. Um, and she says, I'm a great cook. So you wouldn't be up for some boom ball with these fruits. Boom ball? Sitara really wants to explode one of these fruits in the air, but she cannot throw things. She's not very good at it. The shopkeeper looks concerned. <laughs> I ask the shopkeeper, what is the proper way to prepare these? Prepare them? I didn't even know what they was called. I just, I, oh, I, I, oh. Ju- I just, you know, we, we just get given what we get given, you know. I didn't know it was going to explode. That explains the lack of a sign. Yeah. <laughs> we could buy them, put one off at a distance, and I could give you some darts and you could throw darts at it until you hit it just right and it goes boom. You want to do that? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> well, you guys know how to have fun. <laughs> how much for five bumble fruits? Look, honestly, if there's going to explode, just take them. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, this is not worth it. Okay. I'm going to give you a gold for your time for getting us okay. these these wonderful things. I don't I, I refuse to take anything for free. Just take them. Just take them. And the shopkeeper is not willing to touch them it's all he kind of backs off <laughs> a good way <laughs> just take them all right i want to take two and put them in my pockets okay <laughs> my 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 comfy uh-huh. my comfy hoodie pockets <laughs> try not to knock into anyone is my advice 
I just I just want that. I think they'll come in handy if I need to blow somebody up. <laughs> Do you want to go out to Retswood and blow yes. up some trees? Okay, okay. Can we take the cart to Retswood? It's that away. Yeah, sure. You've got about uh, let's say about four hours until you're expected at the harbor. So as long as you can uh, get there, have some fun, and then get back in time, then yeah, let's go blow some stuff up. That's plenty of time. Yeah, and I'll pick up some bottles of wine for us to show up with, because it sounds like that's the kind of housewarming gift they like. Boat warming gift. <laughs> Is it okay if I just, on my way out, pick up like three bottles yeah, of wine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so no no doubt. Uh, how how fancy do you want the the wine to be? Not the worst. <laughs> but... Yeah. Okay, so, so you know, not awful, but also not particularly expensive. So you want the yeah. eight dollars bottle of wine? Well, Olive has a habit of trying all the really cheap wines because if you find one you like, they happen to already be low cost, right? So she would probably know about which one's like good, you know? Yeah, yeah. And 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 middling tiers, so like a ten dollar bottle of wine that she has personal experience with and knows is not socks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so so that would probably translate into what maybe a silver piece per. I have no. No idea. one knows exchange rate. <laughs> we know we know gold pieces and then nothing else. I think it's like three hundred gold is thirty thousand dollars a year, which is some amount of pounds. Like maybe thirty five. Uh, wait, no, twenty five thousand pounds a year is three hundred gold. I reckon a silver piece would. Would go down into that, all right. That all would right. end up as maybe... T- okay. Who knows? Who knows? We'll just say it's a small amount of money and move on. Yeah. Sitara, you were saying. Sitara would follow behind Olive and, like, hold out five gold pieces to whoever's at the wine cart and be like, I want whatever this will get me. <laughs> she has no <laughs> idea how money works, but she's just like, here. <laughs> so the shopkeeper just kind of looks a bit worriedly at you because... I'm sure you we will have gotten this a lot, but you know, a big, tall, uh, <laughs> scary lady with shifting tattoos does get quite a lot of weird looks. Um, so he's like, "Just take what you want," and just he's a little bit terrified, but you know. Okay, she takes like whatever bottle of wine is shiniest. That's what she takes. Okay, um, it's a good way to judge quality of wine shininess. It's a good way to judge quality of gifts. Yeah, yeah. So that that would probably be some uh, maybe rosé wine with some gold leaf in. It's nice and sparkly. Perfect. Looks fancy. Yeah, so we've got some housewarming gifts. Are we still going to go blow stuff up in the the woods? Yeah. 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 (laughs) All right. I hand you darts. Yes. They look suspiciously like the vertebrae and leg bones of small animals. Hmm. <laughs> but you both have four darts. Oh, thank you. How did you get these, Olive? I made them. Okay, okay. Where did you get the component material for these? There are less cats around oh, now. Oh, God. Ah. Ha-ha. <laughs> Great. Good to know. Thank you. All things must die at some point. I'm going to pretend this is wood. <laughs> So that's because she has the primal, or what is that called? Cunning artisan. When I, I use the beast remains 
during a short rest, I can craft a shield, club, javelin, or 1d4 dart slash needles. So. Very good. Okay, um, so how, how are you wanting this to work, Olive? Um, finding an, a nice tree stump where you can just place uh, one of the one of the bumble fruits on and just stand back at a, yes. a, a nice distance? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to let them throw the darts. I don't really understand how my own darts work. <laughs> <laughs> I just make them. I don't throw them. Yeah. Okay, who'd like to throw first? Uh, yeah, I'll throw. So yeah, I take I take one of those darts and I go <laughs> and I just I toss it at the at the fruit. Okay, let's have a roll to hit. Okay. So just a just a D twenty, add on your dex modifier. Roll. Ooh, okay, I can do that. So let's see, that's uh fifteen plus two, seventeen. Yeah, that'll do it. You, your uh, aim is probably a lot better than it should be, but you've been playing a lot of beer pong, so <laughs> so you you've got that hand movement down the dart just thuds into the the fruit and it just kind of goes <laughs> so it's a fairly small explosion but it's a bigger explosion than you'd expect of a fruit does it um does it look like it would have exploded my head if i had bitten into it <laughs> <laughs> It would have certainly hurt <laughs> quite okay. a lot. I would I would say um, if I had to put a number on it, that it would have done maybe one d six damage. Okay. Oh gosh. Good to know. Had it exploded in your mouth? You have like one d six hit points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I go. Give me one second, guys. Could I just have one of those? And I pick one up out of the cart and I just like hurl it as far as I can. Okay, so you're just throwing it into the woods. <laughs> I'm just throwing it right into the woods. I, I'm not aiming for anything. I can see, I, hopefully I can see what's in front of me. I don't want to throw it like you know, yeah. so that it hurts anything. I just want to see it land far away. Okay, you just throw it into the distance. Um, yeah. It goes uh, shooting through the trees, hits a couple of branches on the way past, then, and then you just see it land and then just a, a small explosion. Five deer just stop pelting away from the explosion. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, oh, no. So they're alive. They're just running away. They're alive. They're just running away. Okay. They're just running away. I'm throwing bramble fruit at them. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> this is the complete opposite of Pitch. <laughs> She's actually trying to kill them. Chaos crew. Yeah. Can Olive roll the hit with some bramble fruit and some deer? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you're not proficient in bramble fruit, so just, uh, roll, just roll to hit. I got a 15 on the dice, and my dexterity is plus two, so 17. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, so you rapid fire throw bumble fruit towards the retreating deer. You do manage to hit, I'd say, maybe two of them as as they're retreating. <gasps> Luckily, they're adults, so it's okay. Yeah. But. Yeah, they're bigger. There's more meat on them. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you know, it's weird. I'm looking at that. I'm thinking to myself, carnage. You're looking at it. You'll probably think, ooh, a new table. <laughs> Some new cutlery. <laughs> Would you like a shield? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I turn one of the deer. I've got, we've got four hours, right? And a short rest is one hour. So I don't own a knife. Do you guys have a knife? I have a dagger. Yeah, that'll do it. Yes. Can I borrow your dagger to... Of course. And she just holds it out. 
Sweet. Okay, so this is us in the middle of the woods. Your crocodile friend has turned this deer into a shield for you. Thank you, friend. There you well, go. Olive, it's it's beautiful. Yay! And it's got, like, stretched deer hide over a ribcage frame. Yeah, when I said beautiful, <laughs> I meant, like, in a macabre sort of gothic way. <laughs> so, yeah, it just, it just looks like deer from the front and the back. The craftsmanship is just tremendous. Thank you. Yeah, Tanager taught me how to sew with deer intestines. Cool. Well. Does Olive have an Etsy page to to plug to her new friend? <laughs> <laughs> and it's a big book that's labeled Etsy, and it stays at a shop of Etsy something something. Satara <laughs> uh, is like, all right, line up four of them. I'm going to do this rapid fire. <laughs> okay, here you go. One, two, three, four. Let's see how it goes. So that's a 13, a nat 20, a 13, and a 15 to hit those with the darts. Okay, yeah. I mean, they would have all hit anyway, but what do we want to do with a nat 20 on this one? <laughs> <laughs> I take down a tree. I take down a tree. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> how do you nat 20 a bomb fruit? <laughs> I hit it real good. <laughs> <laughs> like the juiciest part of the fruit flew off and into your mouth. There we go. And you were like, yum. And then you spit out a pit <laughs> in a really cool way. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, let's do that. That sounds good. <laughs> it's actually a pretty good, like, fruit in terms of taste. Um, there's a slight um, taste of gunpowder, though. It's a, it's a smoky fruit. It tastes wonderful, hmm. she says. <laughs> uh, Nesgrex, I have sent you the stats for a shield in the chat. Oh, thank you. There you go. You're welcome. You're going to be the, the envy of the wizard college. None, <laughs> none of them know how to use shields. No, they're all a bunch of nerds. <laughs> well, uh, I suppose we should get ready. Yeah. Yeah, about two hours, maybe three have passed. You've probably got about maybe four fruit left because you've blown up quite a lot oh I, I definitely i think you've got the you've got the two in your pocket still i got the two in my pocket okay good and then the other two have maybe one each um guys i know you know um you you, you might be i've been doing this for a little while now and you know maybe now that you're sort of you know newish recruits i should just let you know if you find something that explodes on impact you probably want to hold on to it. We just we don't know what's going to happen later. So just keep that in your back pocket. Literally and metaphorically. <laughs> but be careful when you sit down. Just don't sit. <laughs> yeah. The player would not, but the character would think that she is dexterous enough to be able to handle this challenge. So in real life, I would be like, oh, heck no. But Olive puts it in her pocket. Okay. Yeah. So we'll just... <laughs> I'll remember that for when we sit down. Because mm. <laughs> remember, we're going to a dinner party. Mm. Sitara so would just tuck hers into a bag. Oh, can I ask how much do these weigh? Yes, you can. Um, I can do them in metric because that's what I know. Well, mm. okay, fine. I can convert pretty well between <laughs> ounces and grams. You know who else can? Google. Yeah. What, what do you got? Was holding phone. <laughs> in, in, in this world, it's spelled uh, G uh, U with an umlaut G E L. <laughs> Google. Google. 
It's actually just a guy <laughs> who shouts things at random passers-by. I'm ready. Um, give us a kilo. How many if, grams? if it helps, it's probably about the uh, same weight as a tomato. Oh, okay. Not not one of those really big tomatoes, just a kind of like regular-sized salad tomato. Okay, cool. So otherwise maybe a tennis ball sort of weight. So like 150 grams? Yeah, good to throw, you know. Or 0.3 of a pound. Oh. Okay. That's what I was looking for. I wanted to know <laughs> if it was a pound or more. I have a spell that specifies a certain weight, so I just wanted to make sure. Well, this is going to be fun. Under one pound. <laughs> Great. Catapult? Catapult. No, that's catapult. five pounds. Yeah. No, yeah. it's one to five. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you can't catapult something if it's under one pound? I, th- I think the way that it's written, that's that's how it is. I mean, maybe I could bunch up a Ooh. bunch of them. Maybe I could take three of them, put them together, and then that's a pound. If I could wrap them in a sack. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you could hold it on a stick away from yourself and then throw the stick and the fruit. Oh, hey. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Make like a hobo satchel. <laughs> and then a hobo satchel bomb fruit. Catapult my hobo <laughs> satchel of exploding fruit. Yeah. Okay. That works. We've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> so relatable. <laughs> Okay, is there anything else we'd like to do uh, before we head off to the vested interest? Uh, normally, I would say we should probably change into something nicer, but I don't know. I'm, I'm so cozy in this cloak. <laughs> I just want to wear it all the time. Sitara, uh, she like digs through her bag and she pulls out like a ball gown because she has her, uh, her fine clothes. And she's like, will this work? That that will that will that will work. Yeah, well done. And she just is like is Nesgrax blushing a bit. Nesgrax, yeah, he's yeah, exactly. Aww. He's his brass cheeks are turning green. <laughs> I like it. Hmm. Uh oh. What are you thinking about? Well, a noble's outfit is seventy-five gold points. A royal outfit is two hundred gold points. So I guess I'm wearing this. Yeah, don't worry. You're with me, man. Come on. I'm Nesgrax Gosbarouche. Okay. I'm like royalty. Come on. Let's do it. <laughs> Good. <laughs> now I feel awkward at the party. Oh. <laughs> are we Are we at the party now? Are we approaching? You head off uh, back towards town, back towards the harbour. You quite easily see the boat Algenoth was referring to. Because it is, it's pretty big. It's not as big as a ship, but it's definitely no dinghy. So it's maybe you think uh, three levels high from just from the looks of it, and it is painted bright blue, which is really weird because the rest of the middle, you know, brown because they're made of wood. But maybe he's just weird. Mm. Oh, Uncle Algy, he loves blue. Yeah, and then just painted on the prow in gold is the words "the vested interest." Hmm. All right, guys. Well, climb aboard. And I, I hop onto the ship. There's a little gangplank which um, goes from the deck of the, the yacht to the uh, the dock. And up uh, at the top of it is uh, the tiefling butler Chauncey waiting for you. Oh, hi, Chauncey. I, we met earlier. Nesgrax. Ah, yes, sir. I, I remember, sir. It's been uh, quite a few hours is are those scorch marks on you uh yes <laughs> it's it's a scorch marks and a bit of fruit 
Well, whatever pleases you, sir. Um, may I show you... Uh, may I give you the, the royal tour of uh, Sir's yacht? Uh, of course, yes, please. We would love to have a tour. Come on, guys. Let's go. Olive is standing there covered in deer blood and fruit pieces, holding a bottle of wine in her peasant uh, clothes no. like the most awkward person who ever existed. It's it's okay. Chauncey is far too professional to mention anything. <laughs> and then you have Sitara, who's in like a beautiful ball gown and glowing, and she has this very shiny wine. <laughs> and she brought wet wipes, and so she swiped the blood off of her. <laughs> And, and, you know, to be fair, he didn't specify a dress code. True. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but Chauncey takes you on a quick tour of uh, the deck of the ship. He just kind of, he points out, well, as, as you can imagine, there's um, the front of the ship and the back of the ship. He's really bored with this. He's done it a couple of times already <laughs> today. <laughs> yes. uh, is it aren't you supposed to call it like aft and bow? Well, perhaps. Because, um, my master... Um, doesn't know the terminology and he doesn't um, particularly approve of me using the correct term, so... Um, I can already tell this is going to be a great tour. I'm looking forward <laughs> to it. Continue, Chauncey. So, here you have at the stern... Are you happy now? Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> In the stern, we have um, my master's private um, parlour. Is He spends a lot of time drinking in there. I'm just going to put that out there um mm. we've got a hatch down to the lower levels here um as you can see we've got some whaling harpoons at the far end and um, whoa 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 whaling mm. harpoons master enjoys his sport of course he enjoys harpooning whales he's not a very good shot if i'm honest he doesn't hit no, well, that's fine then sure <laughs> literally cannot hit the side of a whale <laughs> That's Uncle Algy for you. Always drunk. Anyway, continue. Ah, you, you, you certainly know my master. Hmm. Anyway, let me show you um, down into the ship itself as um, you follow him down into the second level of the ship. He just points out, well, straight ahead of us is uh, the dining chamber, as you can see, and uh, there are already some people gathered in there. And then he just brings you around where there's a corridor. Uh, and he just goes, these are your sleeping quarters. My master has um, asked that you be bedded right by the dining parlor, just in case you are, in his case, often drunk and just wander into a bedroom. Makes it easier for him. Down the hall is his private chambers. We will ask you not to go in there because... Let's face it, they are absolutely disgusting. Mm. And then further down in the ship, he shows you down. There's a uh, a swimming pool directly in the middle of the ship with a lounge bar area with a, a small stage attached. And this is also uh, where the kitchen and crew quarters are. This is really cool. Yeah. Mm. So that's that's basically the tour I'm... I should probably apologise for my behaviour. It's, it's been a long day. I've been carrying bottles of wine the entire time. So I will go and uh, just okay. take a... I will just go take a few minutes to, uh, to uh, go clear up. I'm in absolute state, as you can see. And he, he looks, like, 
perfect by the way he's like not not a hair out of place he obviously just wants some time to himself just for a couple of minutes i will however show you into the the uh, dining hall so you can mingle with the the rest of the guests and you just Uh, thank you very much chotzi you're welcome sir and he kind of like just (laughs) lifts his hand up as a as a tip me tip me gesture i give him i give him him a really cool high five he he just i give him a gold (laughs) after the high five he just stares at his hand goes sir is too kind and then uh towards towards olive olive holds out her crocodile like lizard Ah, hand and gives him thank you very much mistress i um you do look rather dashing today should i say it's uh certainly been a long time since anyone um, dressed in such a manner. It's rather Me? droll, if I do say so myself. She's going to jump off this boat right now. <laughs> oh, were you talking were you talking to Olive? Hmm. Oh, I see. Who wants to jump off the boat? <laughs> you weren't being sarcastic, were you, Chauncey? Absolutely not, sir. It's expressly forbidden in my contract. Okay, great. How close are we to the edge? Uh, well, you're two floors down, so... <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> okay. uh, so he brings you just back upstairs towards the dining chamber and just shows you in. And there's one enormous table. It's kind of a, an oval shaped uh, with one big throne like chair set at one end and then a number of smaller throne type chairs seated around the edge. And there are, hang on, let me count. There are five people in there. There's Algenoth. As you've already talked to, he's talking rather animatedly with an elf. There are three other people in there. Two of them are in flowing robes, who are Vidalcan, if that's particularly important, just for the for the flavour. So Vidalcan are kind of like slightly taller blue humanoids. And there is uh, one satyr girl who, as you walk in, turns around and goes, Oh my god, Olive! <laughs> History check. <laughs> uh, ooh, hmm, this is not Pidge. I rolled a six. <laughs> so to cover for not remembering who she is, I go, hey girl! <laughs> uh, I will say, you, you would have a hard time forgetting uh, her. So her name is Tiffany. She used to be on the volleyball team with you at school. Oh, she, she, so okay. she goes. I still yeah. go, hey girl, and then I go up to her and I give her a high five, and we chest bump. <laughs> hey, it's been so long. How's have you been? Oh gosh, so Olive is about fifty pounds heavier than she was when she played volleyball with Tiffany. She's covered in blood, <laughs> and she. <laughs> And she's already feeling very awkward. So, you know how I said she wanted to jump off the boat before? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I have a charisma of eight. Great, I say to Tiffany. You know, I, I work behind the counter at... And then she stops talking. <laughs> well, girl, let me tell you, you look, you look great. Uh, by, by the way, my accent might just drop occasionally um <laughs> you're doing great but you know we'll see we'll see we'll see 
but you look great anyway. Like, uh, look, you know, to tell you the truth, my daddy got me into this, um, this party. Uh, honestly, I think he just wanted to get rid of me. Um, but honestly, you, you look great. I mean, you, you do know there's a bit of red on you, right? I lick it off. Mmm. <laughs> Cranberry. <laughs> Deception check? <laughs> yeah. Can I? Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a minus one in that. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> 14. <laughs> I smile, my crocodile smile. Yeah, uh, she, she goes, oh, good. <laughs> I was worried it was something else, but no. <laughs> Cranberry's absolutely fine. <laughs> But um, to, just to give you a bit of backstory on Tiffany, with your personal history with her, um, she was one of the more mean girls in volleyball. She was fine when she was alone with you, Olive, but whenever the gang of girls were together, she was always not the meanest one, but there was definitely some uh, slightly uh, <laughs> inappropriate comments heading your way. Oh, okay. All right. I don't like her anyway. That's yeah, all good. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> but she says, uh, listen, uh, we got to just catch up uh, over dinner, shall we? Um, it's, it'd be, I mean, it's, honestly, honestly, it's great to see you. Like, you know, you... you, you so great. Yeah. Oh, we should catch up. Totally. Yeah. Oh, totally. We, we got to do shots later. Oh, uh, of course. Well, I will do that. Um, <laughs> that I'm in for. <laughs> but... Yeah, dinner sometime. Yeah. Um, have I introduced you to Satara? You have not. And I actually am really proud to have this beautiful woman by my side. And I put you in front <laughs> of Tiffany. <laughs> Hello, my name is Satara Astronova. I represent the Raven Queen. Hey, girl. <laughs> she does not know what to say to you. Oh, I love it. Satara, you're the best. <laughs> I'm standing behind Satara, and I stick my head out from behind her. I go, what up, bae? Oh, hey, <laughs> how's it going? This is Nesgrax. Oh, my gosh. He, he used to work for Mephistopheles, who is like a big name in hell. Okay. It's true. <laughs> it's a class reunion, and you just, this poor girl is going to be so terrified. <laughs> like... Uh, she's so yes. successful. <laughs> Best class reunion ever. <laughs> hey, um, she 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 is uh, more than a little intimidated right now. Uh, so she kind of uh, job well. So done. she's at a party where she really doesn't know anyone right, as well. So she's like, "Hey, like, I'm just gonna go get a drink. Um, we should listen, Olive. We should totally catch up a bit later." Um, let me just go and um, she she walks off. No, Olive is not a jerk, so I will get drinks with her. Like I want her to drink with me, so I'll I'll buy everyone around. Uh, it's an open bar. It's a. <laughs> oh, I will bring out the wine I brought and add it to the I, I, bar. I, I, just <laughs> hand it to the bartender. Uh, the bartender uh, is now um, Chauncey, by the way. <laughs> very good madam and he uh, puts it on a pile of uh, 60 other bottles yeah so Mm. make a fine addition to the collection i i I see him i say chauncey i thought you were going to like go freshen up or something well i i have sir it's uh 
I took a bit longer than usual, maybe uh, 13 or 14 seconds. So, well, let me tell you if uh, the master wasn't uh, otherwise engaged, he would have had my <laughs> my left toe for that. Oh, Uncle Algy. <laughs> That's him, always cutting off people's toes. He's certainly a character, sir. <laughs> well, good for you, Chauncey. Uh, I'll have some of that wine, please, that we just gave you. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Uh, would you would you like the um, Algernoth special? That's a bottle of wine with a straw. Oh, yes. <laughs> excellent, excellent. And then he just takes a bottle of wine, just uncorks it, uh, sticks a straw in it, and passes it over to you. There you go, sir. All right. Would sir care for a curly straw instead? Oh, yes. Are you kidding me? I can't believe you have an option. It should just be curly straws by default. Well, you know, we only have a certain supply of curly straws, and Master Algernoth is rather fond of them. Uh, yes, curly straw. He he insists I provide a uh, straight straw to everyone else, but I don't know. I just rather like you, that's all. And just pops it, it a curly straw into the bottle of wine. So you know I actually have two straws. <laughs> You're a cool dude, Chauncey. Ah, uh, Sarah is too kind. Sitara looks at Chauncey and she goes, I too would like a curly straw for my wine. And she holds up the <laughs> bottle and like uncorks it. <laughs> Very well, madam. <laughs> Chauncey is unfazed. Just uh, pops a curly straw in it. What color would you like? Blue. Excellent choice, madam. In it goes. Thank you. And she starts drinking her gold leaf wine. Meanwhile, uh, Tiffany and Olive are just kind of like uh, hanging out just in the corner as people are want to do at parties. She's uh, sipping away on her what's it, uh, vodka and cranberry, I think is probably what she would drink. Mm, good choice. And she's sipping away and goes, uh, listen, Olive, uh, I, I know we gave you a hard time at school, but you know, we're Honestly, it wasn't personal. You know, those cliques can get so... So darn competitive. Um, you know, it wasn't personal. You know that, right? Oh, yeah. So Olive was a back row defense person. She was not the ace. She was not the spiker. She's used to the drama and the spotlight happening, like, in front of her, you know? So she totally understands what Tiffany is saying and holds no hard feelings. Yeah, that that's good. I mean, it's really been weighing on me a lot because, you know, I mean, I probably shouldn't be saying this, but, you know, after after leaving school, it was, it just got difficult, you know, as, uh, you know, your, your friends uh, just move away and uh, it's just difficult keeping in contact, you know, and it gets a bit lonely sometimes. And honestly, I'm glad you're here. Oh my gosh, girl, I'm so glad you're here too. And Olive probably smushes a little bit of deer blood on you on accident as she hugs you. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Tiffany hugs you back. Watch out for the bumble fruit. Just bumble fruit. <laughs> bumble fruit. The what? Bumble fruit. <laughs> Remembering this, Sitara okay. looks at Chauncey and she goes, Sir, is there a place we can put my bag? Because she doesn't want the fruit to, you know, ba-boom. Ah, yes, madam. Uh, in your quarters, you will find um, a chest for placing any belongings you wish to be kept safe. You may put it in there. Otherwise, I can put it behind the bar until you request for it to be um, 
given back to you. Perfect. And she hands over her bag. And she's like, yes, put it behind the bar. Excellent, excellent. Thank you, madam. He just pops it behind the bar for you. It's like, now, can I be of service uh, for anything else? Because it would appear Algernoth wants to make some form of speech. And and sure enough, Algernoth uh, at the time is kind of um, like standing in front of his nice big golden throne type chair and with a whiskey glass in one hand and a spoon in the other, just kind of going ding, 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 ding. I like hold out my hand that doesn't have the wine bottle. I go, another wine bottle, uh, curly straw, quick. Uh, <laughs> there we go, sir. Cheers, Chauncey. I got you. Uh, so Al- Algernoth um, is at the front of the, uh, the dining room in, in front of his chair and he goes, Everyone, welcome to my little dinner party. Um, it's so good to have you all here. Um, I mean, in, in different times maybe we'd have a, a larger room, more guests, but you know, times are, times are difficult for us all, especially nowadays with the everything going on. So... I've gathered you all here for a little little um, dinner party for some fun, some games, and quite a lot of wine. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's good. Mm, okay. Mm. Anyway, thank you for joining me. Ah, oh, my, my favorite nephew, Nesgrax. He's, he's come here with uh, two of his companions... We have uh, Tiffany, the daughter of one of my closest friends. We have my friends from from distant lands, Klaus and Rotz. So good to see you again, my friends. And of course, you all know. And he gestures towards the elf. He goes, "You all, you all know. I, I'm sure um, the the famous songstress Celeste Songbringer, who has uh, kindly agreed to uh, perform for us tonight." At this, the most special of dinner parties. And he kind of raises his glass in in for a toast. And everyone else in the room uh, kind of raises whatever they're holding uh, uh, in a toast. Here, here. So, to uh, a night's full of entertainment and fun. And kind of like sloshes his drink <laughs> a little bit because he's already quite drunk. <laughs> Well said, Uncle Algy. Here, here. Yes, yes, everyone. Have a good time. I'll tell you, I've got a great game for us to play later. But for now, just uh, while Chauncey takes the boat out, we'll have um, and just have a talk, have have some fun, have some drinks. This is going to be an excellent party. Chauncey, if you would follow me to the deck, it's time to take this out to sea. Any... Uh, Slightly wobbles as he starts uh, wandering off with Chauncey in tow. I'm a little worried that this is a murder mystery and this might be the last we see of Uncle Algy because Chauncey's <laughs> headed up to here. <laughs> I want to say to Olive, like, are we in, are we in bad times? Is, did I, I don't read the news. I'm just a clerk at Tarje, man. I don't know political intrigue. <laughs> I, I say to Satara, Satara, do you know anything? Are we in bad times? I am just a passive observer sometimes, and I do not bother myself with the realm of politics. Okay, a simple I don't know would have been fine. <laughs> 
shall yeah, we? Yeah, it's, it's been a while since you've been out of like rich people circles, Nesgrax, so maybe there's something going on that you don't know. You've just been like in your college dorm for however long now, <laughs> so you have no idea about anything that's just been going on. Just blazed and <laughs> partying all night, yeah. Sitara looks at Nesgrax and she goes, Is this important information for us to know? I don't know yet. You see how easy that was? I just said I don't know. <laughs> I didn't go on some like big long thing about it. Olive hands both of you a small appetizer. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, some, some small sushi rolls. <laughs> it's like yes. it's like a cat. <laughs> it's just a dead cat. <laughs> Oh, God, no. Is your uncle serving dead cats? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just according to, according to Olive. That would be like her idea of like, oh, um, yum. <laughs> I mean, she's not going to not eat the cat, but like. Satara <laughs> um, kind of makes her way over to the the flowy robed um, ah, yeah. figures. And she says, hello, my name is Satara. I work for the Raven Queen. Who are you? Uh, one of one of them turns to you and goes, Ah, the Raven Queen, yes, yeah. <laughs> this is Klaus. <laughs> Have you seen my notes? <laughs> <laughs> he just told us his name. <laughs> well, there's two of them, though, so it could have been either. That's a, that, that's a very good point. Klaus and Rods. <laughs> This is if they both have German accents. Then, then it's your <laughs> you made it up. <laughs> but yes, this one, this one is Klaus. Uh, he says, "Ah, oh, the Raven Queen. Yeah, I'm actually a priest of uh, the Raven Queen up in Heinze." Wonderful. Oh, it's wonderful to meet you. How long have you been uh, worshiping Our Lady? Two weeks. Oh, yeah, you're you're new to this. Okay. Oh, oh, we have so much to talk about, you and I. Yes, we do. Do you have any news? Uh, news of the Raven Queen. Yes, or of other things. Oh, what? Um, I mean, I can tell you what's been going up in Heinze. It's been maybe two weeks since I was there, so um, I've I've come I've come down just to uh, kind of meet my friend Algy, and um, we've been. Uh, living the high life, as uh, you may say, uh, we've been to um, well, I I, do, I don't know what you call it down here, but we call it Dinkelsturm. Um, maybe the um, the the fish bottling plant was very interesting, and um, we've been to some of the food uh, food serving places, and that's been very tasty, but a little strange. Uh, did you know some of the fruit here explodes? Yes, it's great fun. Yeah, we don't have that. You don't? No, how do you know that, you know, how how, how do you just you know, have fruit that explodes? It seems like a health and safety nightmare. I don't get it. As according to the Raven Queen, everyone must face death at their proper time. That is very true. So maybe in some way it could be her way of reaching out to the, the general population. <laughs> Maybe the foot is the answer. <laughs> Community outreach. <laughs> Community outreach, fire exploding fruit. <laughs> I mean, it's a quick way to see the Raven Queen. <laughs> this would make an excellent cult. <laughs> Everybody. Now is the time. 
<laughs> Bite into your fruit. <laughs> Don't drink the Kool-Aid fruit. Uh, she looks at him and she says, Wonderful. Do you know what the game is at the end of the night? I have no idea. I mean, Algy is very excited about it, but he, has, he hasn't let on about anything. Um, me or my, uh, my, my cousin Rot here, and uh, the other one turns around and kind of gives you a quick short nod. We haven't been told anything. We've just been hanging around with our friend, and but yes, he is very excited about it. I'm looking forward to whatever he has in store for us. Wonderful. Can I interest you in some wine? And she like holds ah, out the ca- thing with the straw. <laughs> oh, you must be very honored. He does not usually give out the curly straws like that. <laughs> you must be very special. But I mean, you you do also serve the Raven Queen, so maybe it's a, just a thing for us. And he, then he sees Nesrax and he goes, okay, maybe not. <laughs> Hi. Hello. <laughs> How are you? I'm great, thanks. <laughs> Double fisting wine bottles. <laughs> ah, you must be uh, the one that's uh, related to algae. I know. I noticed the drinking technique. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> you look. You look so much like your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. They all look the same when they're drinking grass. heavily. Hmm. So, uh, rot. Can you just say a sentence for me? Yeah, I can. Uh, see, Hello. he is German. <laughs> yes, we're co- we are cousins. We're from uh, both from Heinz. He, yes. he is he is the excitable one. I see, and you're the demure, shy one, eh? I I call it down to earth, but yes, you can call it demure, shy, whatever. Yeah, do you know? But, Own it. But yeah, I, I I'd I'd rather. Honestly, I'd rather not be here because my cousin has brought me down. He's taken me away from work. And I honestly, I'd rather be up, up there doing my doing work because um, I, I, I do a bit more good um, rather than hanging about at fancy parties. It's not where my attention should be right now. Oh, what, what kind of work do you do? Oh, I uh, run a charity up in Heinze, which helps uh, orphans. There's a, you know, what's weird is I know like several people who run these like orphan charities in this world. Ah, it's is that crazy. right? Ah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you could put me in contact with uh, one or two of them. Um, we could de- certainly do with some increased outreach in the the local areas. You know, when it comes to charity, I sort of like the decentralized approach. That way, it's a bit less culty. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he says to his face. <laughs> maybe you've maybe you've just had some um bad times. Are you are you quite sure these places were actual charities and not no, well, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure they were charities, but you know, sometimes they start out as charities and then, you know, one thing leads to another and then you're biting into some bubble fruit. I honestly cannot say I <laughs> know what you're talking about. Uh, maybe it's, you do things down here differently than up in Heinz, but... Yeah, possibly, yeah. Mm. Anyway, nice talking to you. Yes, hang on. The, the, I, I would be remiss if I want to at least do some sort of work, so let me give you my card. Hang on a second. He, he kind of like reaches around in his robes to like pull out a, a small card. He goes, ah, he, here you go. Here, here's my card. Um, just... um. 
if if you ever um have find any orphans in need of distress um you can set, send them uh our way we will do our best to help them um and yes that that's it's basically all we can do really and uh, you look down at the uh, the card and it says uh Heinze helps orphans <gasps> His, <laughs> all these images start flashing in front of <laughs> Nesgrax's eyes as he's thinking back to all of his encounters with HHO people. The man in the bowler hat asking about HHO. The man in the <laughs> bowler hat again at, at, um, at the, uh, what do you call it, Nickamway Fighting Tournament. Everything that he's been like dreaming of has just like been led up to this moment where he knows what HHO stands for. And he looks at Route and he goes, Thanks! Ah, oh, you're, you're, you're very welcome. Uh, I'm not uh, really one of uh, outward displays of affection, so I, I will just give you a, a curt nod uh, as a sign of my respect. And he gives you a curt nod as a sign of his respect. I spin around and give him finger guns, and I click. <laughs> he looks very confused. That's my sign of respect. That's how we do it at Delta Sigma Alpha. <laughs> No, 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 sorry. It's Sigma Delta Alpha. I wrote it down earlier right. so I wouldn't forget. In real life, they get them confused, too. Satara uh, looks at them and says, And this is my esteemed colleague and friend, Olive, just in case you were wondering. Uh, Klaus looks over and goes, Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. Hello. Well, you're my um, very interesting looking. Is that um, some fashion as they have down there, where they have the bones um, around. Is that... That must be a thing here. And just looks to Rot and goes, that must be a thing here, right? And goes, uh, Rot just shrugs back. Olive awkwardly pauses mid-chomp. She was definitely enjoying the free appetizers. <laughs> <laughs> and swallows and nods, finding that it's best when important people are allowed to talk about themselves. She says... What sort of fashion is trending right now in Heinz? And continues eating, having successfully figured out how to network. You get to eat as much food as you want. <laughs> See, here at the Five Breathing Kittens podcast, we give good advice for life. <laughs> we now know how to network. It's true, though. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, Klaus uh, responds and goes, well, so last I heard, well, it, w it was these types of uh, flowing robes, but you also have very big pockets on the inside for anything you want to put in, like a bottle of wine or a small lamb or <laughs> what What have you um, You want to collect? Sometimes in the winter you have the big hoods because it gets quite chilly mm -hmm. and you can warm your ears up and... Uh, also, sometimes you have a little kind of um, kind of uh, loops around the waist just in case you have a pet snake and you want to suspend them and be able to carry them with it and keep use of your hands. Oh, how clever. Yeah. Mm. She continues eating. <laughs> what are you guys up to? <laughs> um, I'm going to talk to this uh, elf singer, Celeste Song bring her yeah so i walk up to her as you walk up she looks at you and goes well how did you manage no that's that's more german Let, <laughs> let's let's move away from the german accent. <laughs> so tell me 
can we request accents at this <laughs> yeah. point? Can I say things like American or French? And can you try to do them? I can try. I've been doing a lot of German recently. <laughs> can I say things that would be offensive for you to do? <laughs> can I say do a Chinese accent? <laughs> Just see how offensive it can be. Russian. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I can do Russian for you. Okay. Ooh. So tell me what's... What's what's a, a piece piece of a dragon butt like you're doing at a place like this? <laughs> well, aren't you saucy? Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm here. This is my uncle's yacht, so um, he invited us. We just we just ran into each other earlier. Oh, that's very nice. Um, I've been having some vodka myself. Uh, it's it's a bit a bit weaker than I'm used to, but it's a it's a good drink. Oh, sure, yeah. So, uh, are you going to give us a song later? Uh, I'd love to hear you sing. Well, I'm sure you would. Maybe you'd like to have a private song from me? <laughs> Fortunately for me, I am recently single. But I'm also emotionally distraught. Um, it's a good... Oh, it's okay, we all are. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe this would be a good way for me to sort of dip my toe back in the water, you know? <laughs> am, I, am I being too forward? Uh, she, she's a, a bit buzzed, but she's not like kind of, you know, wasted. So she's a, she's a bit she's a bit tipsy and just kind of... Look, if, if I'm honest with you, like, I've got to go and do this stupid singing thing that your uncle has paid me to do. So, mm-hmm. and then we... We can do that. We can. Do, uh, I will go do that, and then afterwards you come find me, and we'll we'll just see what happens. Sounds good, Celeste. I'll uh, I'll catch you on the flip side. Good. And and uh, are, you, are you trying to think of a, something sexy to say back to that? Because <laughs> I'm sorry, that wasn't very good. Well, so, so, something broadcastable would be nice. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't set you up very well. Let me think of another one. Um, all right, Celeste, I'll, uh, I'll uh, see you. Walk, I'll, hey, I'd love to watch you walk away. There's something there. It's, it's, I don't know. Go, go, do your thing, and then we'll. <laughs> you, you, you must be recently single. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll draft some notes, and we'll, we'll do so this. Maybe again. you should have some of these written down for future reference. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Satara is observing with like she is very entertained. <laughs> yeah. But as for now, I will go and um, go set up my um, equipment in the lounge. Uh, as far as I understand, we're going to be going down there soon anyway. I'll just make sure everything's all set up for my performance. Great. And uh, she walks off grabbing a, another bottle of wine on the way out. If, if it helps, she walks very sultrily. What, what's, the, what's, the, <laughs> what's the adverb for sultry? Sultrily? Uh, Let's go for sultrily. Sultrily. Sounds- yeah. Yeah. With salt. <laughs> <laughs> Just as an aside, my favorite adverb is wobblily. Is that real? Yeah. Because um, the adjective is wobbly, isn't it? So yeah. wobbly and then be wobblily. Hmm. Wobbly. So he walked away wobbly. 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 Listeners, try saying wobbly. <laughs> 
<laughs> well. Okay. I gotta say, I am uh, pleasantly surprised with this yacht and the company. And I'm not excluding you two. Aww. Aww. She hugs you and gets some deer blood on you. No, oh, thanks. <laughs> already had a bunch of... It's really spreading that around, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. I already had a bunch of fruit and scorch marks, but yeah, no, this is cool. Thanks. <laughs> is the boat still moving? It recently, about five minutes ago, started um, kind of like... You, you felt the beginning of movement, so it's it's slowly moving out. Um, okay. So uh, Algy uh, comes back in after Celeste leaves. Goes right. Mm. I'll tell you what. How about no? Wait, hang on. It's just yes. This is the right room. Excellent, excellent. So Celeste is going to. Mm, hang on. Mm. No, okay. He's obviously quite drunk now. <laughs> um. So Celeste is going to sing her song in a little bit, maybe about an hour or so. She's just setting up downstairs, and um, maybe we should have some food now, because I'm quite drunk, if I'm perfectly honest. I've already had five bottles of wine since starting the boat. Oh, wow, okay. Don't worry, Uncle Elgie, no one can tell. That's, that's good. Thank you, my boy. Thank you. So let's go, let's look, let's get some food. I will send Chauncey down to the kitchens. Um, to get um, the boys um, sorted. And he just kind of like walks over to his chair and just kind of slumps down in his his throne-like chair and just go, says, Oh, this was a bad idea. Oh. Uh, and Chauncey um, looks at Euther and goes, uh, I do apologise for his behaviour, sir, mums. He gets it overexcited when he gets to be sociable. Now, I wouldn't normally ask this, but would you mind um, coming down with me to the kitchens? Uh, there's quite a lot of guests, and I am, uh, I'm afraid, only one set of hands. So it would be useful to be able to have you three with me just to help carry some food up for him. He does have quite the appetite. Yeah. Of course. I don't mind. That's fine. Yeah, sure. Thank you. I, I wouldn't normally ask, of course, but, you know, these trying times and all that. So he uh, takes you uh, downstairs where you've briefly saw the swimming pool and the lounge. And then he opens the door to the kitchen. Before around about the time of the swimming pool, I'm going to ask him what he means by trying times by saying, sorry, I don't really understand these high level circles. What do they mean by trying times? You know, I think each person means something different when they say that. This is just between you and me, right? Of course. Hmm. Personally, mm -hmm. I think these these rich folk just like to say that there are trying times or something going on to account for any uh, discrepancies in their financial situation. Hmm. That's a trick that I used to use a lot. Mm. <laughs> oh, you are one of the family, after all. Mm. Yeah. So I, I, I think when people say this, they're, they're just making excuses. But you didn't hear it from me, of course. No. Oh, of course not. Anyways, uh, let, me, let me show you into the kitchen. You haven't met the boys. He opens the kitchen door and uh, takes you in. It's quite a large kitchen. Um, in one corner, there's a, 
a stove and a, a preparation station. In the other corner, there's a, a big walk-in freezer. And then chopping vegetables and cooking some meat are two orcs um, who turn around as you walk in and goes, Ah! One, one of them goes, Ah! New people! We feed? And Chauncey goes, Yes, yes, these people are here to be fed. We just come to pick up some food. You can send the, the big game and the dumbwaiter, but we're just here to take the potatoes and the, the vegetables up just to um, save a bit of time. One of the orcs, the same one, just goes, Ah, yes, you take food now, yes. I say in orcish, who here speaks orcish and raise my hand? Uh, <laughs> I mean, the two orcs raise their hand. <laughs> Uh, Chauncey does not. I'm not sure about the other two. Okay, I say, hey, Mm-mm. hey, dudes, what's up? Uh, the two orcs' ears. I, th- I think they have ears. They prick up. And he goes, oh, finally, we can we can talk with someone. Oh, this is this is amazingly freeing. You don't know how how bad uh, we've we've wanted to converse with someone in our own uh, native tongue. Listen, you will keep a secret for us, won't you? Yes, of course. Yes, oh, just because it's been so difficult um, working here, we can talk fluent common. We just pretend to be idiots in front of um, <laughs> the butler and the master, just so we don't have to do any important jobs. We can just sit here, uh, make food, and then go fishing when we all want. But please don't don't let on. Uh, we've had no, don't worry. we've had yeah. such an easy life here. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't worry, guys. You're you're cool. I'm oh, I'm cool. 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 Then in common. He goes, me, og, and then points at the other one and goes, this, bog, we brothers, we have third brother, nog, he in, room, he sick, you no go in, very bad. Cool, cool. How bad is it? Very bad is... And he briefly talks to his brother in Orkish, uh, so Nesgrax will understand... And go, what's that word in common for the, the dragon pox? What is it? Bog responds and goes, I think it's just dragon pox, isn't it? He goes, that's what I thought, yeah. but translation issues, yeah, you never know. Is dragon pox. Oh. Oh, that's terrible. Are you short staffed here? Uh no, is is okay. Um we usually we use you you only feed master and us, but guest here, more food. You must be so overworked if you're used to having three pairs of hands to feed the master and yourselves alone, and now you're preparing food for this entire party. And then Olive takes out a very sharp chef knife. It's a good chef knife. Other chefs would like the chef knife. <laughs> I'm like, would you like some help? You help? Ah, yes, very good. We we like the the. The blood on you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chauncey looks at you and goes, well, assuming uh, you have everything under control, the, the boys seem to uh, like you. I will just pop back upstairs and just make sure the master hasn't gotten himself into any uh, awkward <laughs> situations. And then he just toddles off, uh, leaves you alone with uh, the orcs, uh, who then uh, switch to common and goes, Oh, th- thank goodness he's gone. This has been a most a stressful situation. Oh, by the way, you two, um, mm-hmm. 
What? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I, I know how this could be a, a little disturbing for you, but let me assure you, my brother and I um, speak perfectly speak common. And uh, Bob goes, yes, we do, rather. It's a... <laughs> let me tell you, it's, it's a both a blessing and a curse, to be perfectly honest with you, or you can speak perfectly, and yet we have to be behave like absolute imbeciles in front of that imbecile. Is your brother truly sick? Could he use some healing? Yes, yes. I, I'm, I'm afraid it's. Uh, we, we think it's a bad case of the dragon pox, but uh, we're not entirely sure. We've uh, barricaded him in his room just to be safe because, um, as far as we understand it, it could be potentially fatal to um, dragonborns if um, they spend too long nearby. So we've just uh, well, put him in there for safety. You should. You should- you know, you should ask him if he's had dragon pox before, because it might be dragon shingles. I I, I was really run down once, and I got dragon shingles because mm. I had dragon pox when I was a boy. Um, so, you know, just like be aware of that. Yes, well, that's why we put him in there. We've just got to uh, keep him quarantined for a certain amount of time, and then he he should he should pull through. But we just want to keep him um, away from Algernoth just to uh, because he's where the money is, you know. Hmm. Okay. Perhaps later, if you would like, I could heal him. Uh, I cannot uh, begin to describe how much of a, a blessing that would be. Uh, we would owe you something, but I mean, we can, we can only really provide uh, fishing lessons and some uh, <laughs> vegetables at the moment, but... Perhaps a swim with whales? Well, I mean, I can't speak for the whales, but if we can certainly try... I mean, we do have a swimming pool, but there are no whales in there as far as I'm aware. Wonderful. I will come find you later without Nesgrax. Ah, wonderful. Thank you. And Mm. Olive, the crocodile who's a little bit hesitant about (laughs) lizard killing diseases. (laughs) Oh, yep. Yeah. Well. All right. Okay. Um, So if you um, just grab some, grab some, like, what you can carry of, like, the vegetables and some, like, potatoes, they're really nicely done. Um, if Olive stays in the kitchen just to help them prepare, it won't take too long. Um, mm-hmm. The other two uh, just bring yeah. some, uh, bring the food up, and then we can fast forward a little bit um, to uh, dinner time, um, where you're all sat around the table. The food is nicely prepared. Um, the two orcs are still down in the kitchens because they've just got their own food. Um, everyone's uh, sat down, looking rather dapper. Um, Olive, I think the blood's probably dried on you by now. I washed my hands when I was preparing food. Ah, good. <laughs> oh, man, it's, like, awkward to be back up at the party because she really enjoys cooking. It was much less, I don't know, it was just less stressful yeah. being in the kitchen. Yeah, it's, it's always less pressure to yeah. just to be behind the scenes, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Al, Al- Jonoth is making yet another, t- this is maybe his third speech of the night. He keeps doing it. Uh, he, I think he just <laughs> likes the attention. Just the same speech over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he keeps starting over. Yeah. But uh, then he, partway through he goes, Ah, yes, this game I've got. Yes, okay. Well, I mean, we're halfway through our <laughs> our courses, so why not do it now? And takes a big sip of whiskey. Oh, Chauncey, bring it, bring it out. And then uh, Chauncey appears carrying a small, very pretty well, round brick base at the bottom with a roof on top. It looks very pretty. There's a small bucket 
hanging down. So it's like a little miniature well. It's a little miniature miniature well, yeah. Like a wishing well type yeah. thing. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Nice. Algernoth goes, I've recently come across this marvellous little contraption in my travels. Chauncey tells me it bears quite powerful magic. And so what you can do is if you put money in, you can make a wish. And the wish comes true. It's absolutely marvellous. So I would like everyone to play the game of wishes and just throw some money in, wish for whatever your heart desires and watch it come true. Although I probably should mention that depending on the size of your wish, the big wishes need a lot of money, the small wishes do not. But it may not happen immediately, it may happen sooner, it may happen later, but it will happen in the end. Hmm. So, for example, let me show you. And he kind of like reaches down into his money. A person kind of throws it in. He goes, I wish I had a roast suckled pig in my hands. And then just in his hands appears a roast suckling pig with a little apple in his mouth. He goes, see? It's absolutely amazing. Takes a massive bite of it because he's got the munchies. I was, everyone, everyone, try, try, Chauncey, walk around the room and give everyone a turn on the well. So Chauncey makes his way round the table. He comes to Celeste first. She grabs a pouch of money and takes out a, a medium amount of gold, uh, throws it in and just kind of like whispers into the well. And then Chauncey nods and moves on to Tiffany, who takes out a small amount of gold. Um, throws it in and just goes, I want my daddy to love me. <laughs> and then Chauncey, you know, nods again and moves on. And uh, we're up to Sitara. Sitara takes out, um, she looks at Algy and she says, perhaps, perhaps I can make two wishes? I don't see why not, madam. Wonderful. And then she puts five gold in and she asks for oh how would she say this um i wish for a potion to help a friend and in her mind she's just thinking about the orc downstairs but she doesn't want to like say anything out loud um because she's you know trying to help them keep their cover and then uh she takes out another five and she puts it in and she says and i wish for a sword and then just passes it on, like, okay. <laughs> okay, with yours, the air shimmers around you. Just before you uh, lies a very basic sword. Nothing particularly special, just a basic sword. And also appears before you a, we'll call it a, a, a potion of healing. Sweet. She pockets the potion and tucks the sword. <laughs> Chauncey says... As you can see, madam, the well works perfectly. Then uh, moves on to Klaus and Rot, who are sat next to each other. Klaus throws in a hefty amount of gold and just says, all I want is to be closer to my god. And then uh, Chauncey nods mo and moves on. <laughs> Klaus will not survive the episode. <laughs> Rot um, doesn't put a lot of money in because he's a charity worker. Um, <laughs> and then just he puts what he can in and just goes, 
All I want is to help as many people as possible. Just throws throws what he can in. Then we move up to Olive. Olive puts one gold into the well and says, I would like two gold. <laughs> the air shimmers in front of you and out falls a little note which says, I owe you two gold. <laughs> All right. Thanks. <laughs> and then uh, Chauncey moves on to Nezgrax next. Ha. Huh. Oh, boy. So many things. Um, it seems like it's just small things. And he looks at Olive and he goes, I think it'll be about 10 gold. Actually, gold would be a good color. Yes, I'd like a nice dress for Olive. And I put 10 gold Aww. on Olive hates dresses. Oh, no. <laughs> well, too bad. Well, too late. <laughs> I didn't know that. We should have gotten to know each other better before I did this. Um, the, the air shimmers in front of Olive and so appears a usually very pretty flowing ball gown. It's very roughly um, and it's, got, it's, um, it's a backless dress. I'm running out of mm. uh, reference words that I understand as a person. So, but it's very, uh, very sleek and very uh, elegant. Um, very much what uh, Nezgrax would be imagining is a, is a pretty dress, but Olive would perhaps not like. How far are we from jumping in the water? Uh, you are one floor down. Darn it. I, so I'm looking at Olive. I say, Olive, what, what's the matter? It's a nice dress. Mm, Olive is ooh, uh, okay. So you're holding out a backless dress to a 240 pound. It would fit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, mm. Olive, what do I what do I always say? Own it. <laughs> and then I do this with my head. <laughs> Stiff fabrics and covering all your skin? Definitely not. <laughs> so, oh. All right. Olive goes to the bathroom and. Locks the door. If there's a, is there a door lock in the bathroom? Yeah, but it's just more of a, a small chunk of wood, which uh, so slots down to bar the entrance. That's fine. No, it's it's all about communication with locks. It's not really about security. Um, so, so then she gets completely undressed and washes all the blood off, dries herself off, and puts on the backless gown, and. I guess shoves her bloody clothes in the backpack <laughs> with my crowbar, <laughs> hammer, and 10 days of rations. And 50 feet of hemp and rope, I think. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I actually have a chef kit, so just ignore the chef knife thing earlier. I'll buy one <laughs> after this adventure, though. But, um, yep, and so I'm going to leave my very large backpack hmm, behind a toilet and just come on out. <laughs> I say, wow. I say, Ugh. Olive, you look amazing. Mm. Mm. Yep. Oh. Thank you for the dress. But Sitara, doesn't she look amazing? You look like Starlight. Beautiful. <gasps> yes, that's it. Starlight. <laughs> uh, Tiffany um, kind of like uh, kind of raises her head and goes, Girl, you look amazing. Like, I wish I could look that good. Olive leaves Nesgrax and Sitara and hangs out with Tiffany. <laughs> Jeez, okay. <laughs> well, a little... It's a little rude, right? <laughs> and drinks more. <laughs> um, and 
Uh, mm. Meanwhile, um, Chauncey has moved on to the last. Uh, we, yeah, we've done. We've done everyone. Algernoth has done his stuff. You guys have made your wishes. Yeah, we're good, baby. Wait, have we done all of? Uh, we did. <laughs> Olive tried to game the system. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had to know. <laughs> Found <laughs> out. So uh, Algy looks at everyone, and goes. Well, everyone's had their wishes. This is absolutely see. Is I told you it'd be fun. Let's let's move downstairs. Celeste, are you ready to go there? Go downstairs, and Celeste kind of nods and goes, "Yes, I'm ready." Just take a little bit more vodka. Mm. Okay, that's good. Okay, I'm ready to go. Let's let's go. And um, everyone makes their way downstairs towards the lounge, uh, which is kind of in in the next room along to the to the swimming pool it's kind of across a corridor so um and uh, celeste kind of uh, takes up um her position on the stage there's a bar down there as well so there's even more drinks available chauncey is once again tending um as celeste b- uh, begins her performance which i will not um perform for you today because it's a theater of the mind (laughs) but it's it's very sultry think uh jessica rabbit level Mm. while she is performing sitara looks at nesgrax and says perhaps i should visit our friends now and starts to go to the kitchen so she can go deliver the potion so they can heal the brother so good, good, uh, good thinking. I'll uh, I'll cover for you. I, I say to whoever's next to me. <laughs> Don't worry about Satara. She has to go poo. Uh, there is no one sat next to you. <laughs> okay. Don't worry, everyone. Satara's <laughs> fine. She's just going for a poo. No, I don't say that. I, I, I just say okay, cool. Okay, yeah, we can follow that for a a quick quick while um you wander over towards the kitchen which is very close to the lounge it's just a a, a left and a right to the kitchen you uh, pop in on og and bog they're just hanging out um trying to flip <laughs> bottles to land on their bottom <laughs> they look up as you walk in and they go ah yes yes you you've come back um i'm afraid we haven't been able to source any whales for you is that a problem we will figure it out later. Here, I have a potion that should help. Ah, yes, yes. You managed to source this very quickly. Where did this come from? Don't ask questions that you don't want answers to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No questions asked. <laughs> Woo. Big scary lady finds healing potion. <laughs> this will help, Nog, will it? It should. Okay, good. But I must stay out here because my companions may, from contact, catch. Catch. Ah, yes. Very sensible. Very sensible. Og walks just down the corridor because their crew quarters are on the the right-hand side as you leave the the kitchen. I think it's the uh, fourth door along on the right. There's a door with (laughs) just like red paint, just painted (laughs) in a big cross. On on the door, there's a little flap in the bottom where they've been uh, pop, you know, pushing food in uh, for him. And he just kind of crouches down and goes, Kevin, Kevin, I've got your, your, 
got um, something that should help. And he just uh, pushes the bottle through the little flap and he uh, straightens up and he, go, he looks at you goes, ah, yes, we should probably explain. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Sitara is just nodding like, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, see, uh, Kevin is actually our stepbrother. Um, you know, um, you know, uh, Bogglesworth and I are uh, birth brothers. And then our father, um, um, well, our father died and our mother remarried. And um, she brought along Kevin, who uh, was quite young when uh, they married. And uh, he, he, feel, he felt a bit out of place not uh, following our naming convention. So we just, we've just called him Nog ever since because, you know, Og, Bog and Kevin doesn't really ring, does it? <laughs> Very well. I hope he feels better. And then she just kind of turns and walks off. Okay. Um, back in the lounge, what's everyone doing? What's the setup like? Are there seats and stuff, or is everybody sort of standing and milling around? Okay, so if you can imagine, at one end of the lounge, there's an L-shaped bar uh, just taking up one corner. Uh, Chauncey's behind that, uh, cleaning some glasses. At the far end, there's a wooden stage, which is uh, about... a. Maybe a, a foot off the ground. It's quite a quite a short stage. It's um, a squarish. Uh, Celeste is standing on that scene. There's a purple curtain behind her, and in front of that there are some sofas that people are sitting on. There are a couple of bean bags on the floor. It's it's actually really cozy, just in terms of uh, a performance venue. Mm-hmm. Mm. Tiffany is smack talking Celeste to Olive, and Olive is nodding and eating more sushi. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a good existence, to be honest. I'd, I'd go for that. How about Nezgrax? Nezgrax is going to go talk with Chauncey at the bar. So he's saying, hey, Chauncey, how you getting on? Well, you know, uh, <laughs> every day is the same, sir. I've got to wake him up in the morning and put him to bed and feed him and clothe him. It's it's a difficult life, to be honest, but he pays me very well, so I'm loath to leave it, especially in these hard times. And he gives you a knowing, knowing look. Um, yeah, uh, you know, Chauncey, uh, first of all, just some advice from someone who's had everything and then lost it all twice. You don't need all that stuff, man. You should just, you know, I would say just quit, you know, just to follow your passion, you know, do something uh spontaneous something fun you know what have you always what did you want to be when you were growing up hmm well i was raised in a butling household so hmm well to be a butler wait seriously yes doesn't doesn't everyone <laughs> no hmm. no <laughs> that's not what everyone wants to be i was thinking like you could have you could have been like a knight or a wizard or you know uh uh, you know, you could have like gone out and been a researcher and studied the Fae or something like that, and you wanted to be a butler. Well, you wanted to do exactly what you're doing now. That's kind of sweet, actually, that he's living his life's dream, and and you're like crapping <laughs> on it. Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't mean. I'm just. I, I want. I just want to make because he doesn't seem happy. He seems miserable, <laughs> and also <laughs> that's true for, for someone to just grow up. Wanting you know, to be a surrounded by butlers, wanting to be a butler. Mm. I mean, come on. Well, not to cause a not. To... Ooh, is it the outfit? Is that why? I mean, it, it is partially that. 
Olive has wandered <laughs> over. Uh-huh. Well, not not to cause yeah. offence, uh, but uh, I, I've travelled around with uh, Master Algernoth. I've seen the way my people are treated. Not the butling kind, the tiefling kind. And personally, if it was a choice between uh, the protection of uh, a high-ranking nobility such as Master Algernoth and, as you would might say, going it alone, I would take my chances here. I know things aren't absolutely amazing with him. God knows I've bathed him enough, but... <laughs> I mean, even so, the pay is excellent and... People leave me alone in the streets, so I can't yeah, really, right, I can't really ask for anything more. Yeah, you do you, you know, that's fine. Um, you wouldn't happen to have another one of those um, crazy straws, would you? I've been chewing mine to bits. Ah, you mean one of these, sir? Yes, yes, thank you. He, he seemingly produced it from nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> one of these, sir? Just... Yes, one of those. Could, uh, uh, would you mind throwing in a bottle of wine with that? Ah, yes, and kind of like re- <laughs> reaches down and just uh, plonks one on the table. Um, would you like one more for the road, sir? You seem to be ordering quite a lot. No, oh, why not? There we go. Just, <laughs> just plonks the second one down next to it. We, we we play this game at NCC where we tie two bottle of bottles of wine to our hands. It makes it really difficult to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I believe um, the phrase is too much information, sir. No, well... <laughs> Uh, uh, up on stage uh, Celeste is finishing her performance the people gather around kind of uh, clap quite enthusiastically it was actually uh, actually good she was a bit drunk but all the best performers are so she uh, makes her way down off the stage uh, walks over towards the bar where Nesgrax is hanging out and just kind of looks him up and down and goes well if it isn't my favourite dragonborn that I've met today well, well, if it isn't my favorite elf singer who is, you know, pretty... I mean, seriously, I've, I've been up here for quite a long time and that's the best you can do? I, I wrote some things down, but they didn't come out right. They oh, were like okay. a bunch of... It, it, I, like, look, I wrote this one down. Hey, good looking, what you got cooking? <laughs> I'm fairly confident you stole that from somewhere. That 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 was the best of everything that I wrote down. Oh, okay, that's disappointing. So, yes. Anywho, <laughs> so listen, I was going to uh, take a bit of a swim after after everyone else had gone to bed. I wouldn't suppose you'd mind uh, joining me a bit later. I am already naked. <laughs> Nesgrax. <laughs> ah, so I see. Hmm. <laughs> well, the pool's right here, right? Hang on, I'm, I'm. I want you to roll some form of check. <laughs> uh, yeah, roll a charisma check. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Are you still statted like a warlock, or are you... Uh, no, I, I've switched over to a, a wizard. Uh-oh. So that is that is a 10. Uh-oh. Yeah, never mind. I'm, uh, it's a 10. Okay, um, she's not, like, offended, but she's a bit weirded out. <laughs> it's... Okay, I can... So go ahead. Is Satara yeah. up there? That's up to you if you've decided to um, come straight back from... 
from the kitchens or have a, yes. have a little wander so she around. would have made it back in time to see this. Yeah, so you've walked back into Nesgrax, somehow managing to strip off within about <laughs> 0.2 seconds. <laughs> like Bruce Almighty, just like... <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I was thinking, yeah. Uh, Zatara walks over and she says, Perhaps I could have a private concert? Unfortunately, I had other things to tend to during your amazing performance. I'm sure it was beautiful, in full magnitude, like the moon pulls the tides. Dang, girl, you sly. <laughs> that was beautiful. I say to, I say to Satara, like, Satara! <laughs> <laughs> you want me to roll a charisma check? No, not necessary. <laughs> it's like, well, it's a, it's a bit of a shame you weren't here for my performance, but yes, I could, I could give you a private concert. I was just saying to... Oh man, Nesrex is going to lose his girl. Uh, <laughs> I was just saying to this uh, naked dragonborn here, I, I, I was going to go take a dip in the swimming pool afterwards if... I mean, I'm not, oh, wait, uh, I'm, I'm not against... Are we doing like a three thing? Like a threesome? Oh. How, how is Olive doing? Is Olive just eating? <laughs> Olive wants out of this gown, so if you guys are going swimming... <laughs> we'll get you out of that gown, Olive. <laughs> Come on. Not in this dress, <laughs> Also, I'm a little worried about my friends drowning, and I can hold my breath for 15 minutes, so I'm like lifeguarding. Okay. Satara <laughs> um, looks at the both of them and says... Perhaps a swim first. I've heard it is good to rest the vocal cords. Excellent, excellent. I will go and change into something a little more comfortable. <laughs> what's, wrong, what's wrong with the way God made you, huh? <laughs> well, some of us... Um, no, you're not... Uh, you're built a little differently than, than me. I, I wouldn't want to uh, intimidate you that way. <laughs> uh... Okay. <laughs> Thanks. So if you just meet me at the pool in, say, um, five minutes' time, I'll... Uh, well, we can, we can have a little bit of fun, shall we? Of course. Uh, fast, fast forwarding five minutes. <laughs> I would like to know... So the player character wants uh -huh. to know what Klaus and Rots and Tiffany are doing and where they are, because when we try to piece together this murder mystery later, <laughs> they're not like Klaus and Rats aren't fighting or something, are they? There? Uh, no, no. Klaus and Rats are, are talking quietly. They're sat on the sofa together. Tiffany is sat back at the bar, kind of uh, sipping on. Oh, what would Tiffany be sipping on? Maybe a pink grapefruit gin, just quietly to herself and crying a little bit. Not as much as Aww. she. she She's that sort of drunk. Can we bring her too? <laughs> she, she's an emotional drunk. Oh, 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 I would bring her too. Oh, poor baby. Plus one satyr girl. Let's get all the drunk people in the pool, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm lifeguarding. <laughs> It'll be fine. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, bring her too. This is the more the merrier. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna let someone cry by themselves. Oh. Uh, cry but... together in groups. <laughs> yes. Group crying. <laughs> Life advice from the Fire Breathing Kitten podcast. <laughs> true, though. Actually true. 
Okay, so fast forwarding uh, five minutes, everyone is in the pool, aside from Algernoth, Klaus, Rot, and Chauncey, and also the orcs. They're still downstairs. Uh, so C- Celeste uh, kind of like turns up with everyone else already in the pool, looks at you and goes, hmm, this is not quite what I was expecting, to be honest. <laughs> I was expecting what, what more of a... Oh, yeah. I mean, too few people for a start. But you know, uh, so, I mean, it's a free world, I guess. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm the lifeguard. <laughs> I'll just watch over here. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> so, so wait a second. So it's 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 me and Satara in the pool. Mm-hmm. C- Celeste about to get in the pool. Yeah. Maybe. Olive on on the side of the pool. Olive <laughs> blows her whistle. <laughs> or like her fingers and jumps in and gets Tiffany who is just goat kicking drunkenly in the deep end and like drags her out. <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine Satis aren't very good swimmers. <laughs> okay. No. Okay. So Olive is, is like patting dry <laughs> Tiffany on like a lounge yeah. chair. Poor girl man. <laughs> okay. And then and then we don't we're in a different room than anybody else. The swimming pool is pretty much like directly in the middle of that floor, uh-huh. there are walls around it, so there is, you know, some level of privacy. There's a, you know, a door at one end, a door at the other end. So it's, it's basically it's just its own room, just with a big swimming pool in the middle. Okay, it's really weird. Hmm. Mm, did you mean awesome? Because I think you meant <laughs> yeah, awesome. yeah, aw- like weird, awesome, like you've never seen this before. <laughs> Want okay. uh, for the people that haven't seen, because this is Satara's first adventure. Her tattoos are glowing because she's very happy and happy in the pool. Um, and they're kind of swirling around. And her little kitten tattoo for the fire breathing kittens is on her shoulder playing with a ribbon. Aww. Cute. Um, yeah. I say, hey, I, I climb out of the pool. I say, hey, Celeste, watch this. Dragon ball. And I <laughs> jump in into oh, a, no. a cannonball. <laughs> That was just Dragon Ball A. I've got a few more to do. (laughs) (laughs) That won't be necessary. (laughs) I have a feeling I've seen the the last one anyway. (laughs) I've already seen the the end of that series. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know what's really great, guys? Hmm. Like, usually when I go out like this, like, something really bad happens. But... So far, it's just been great. So, you know, let's just enjoy it. Of course. Satara yeah. looks at Celeste and says, So, how did you become an entertainer? Well, you know, uh, you know, times get tough, you know. Um... <laughs> Why everybody keeps saying that? <laughs> Why does everybody say times are tough? Sometimes you're forced into a, a life you don't really want. and uh... What? What? <laughs> Blink twice if you want us to kidnap you away from this life. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm fairly confident I've managed to uh, find my way out because I, 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 I didn't, you know, want to be in this life when I uh, was growing up. I wanted to be a butler. And what? <laughs> I mean, doesn't everyone? But <laughs> it's the outfit. I'm telling you. But no, uh, my family couldn't afford a uh, battling school, so I had to be a lounge singer instead. 
I come from a really weird town where you either become a butler or a lounge singer. It's a, it's a different world, let me tell you. Do you know Chauncey? I mean, I met him earlier, yes. I do know Chauncey. It's not like you two grew up in the same town or something. No, no. He's a very handsome yeah. boy, though, don't you think? I just love the idea of Chauncey like having a 50-50 shot of being a lounge singer. <laughs> uh, he, he is very cute, yes. Little angry. I sense anger in him. Mm -hmm. It's a weird sort of subversive anger. Like every time you talk to him, you feel like he's like about to murder someone. But then, then he, he says like, yeah, I'm happy. It's fine. So, well, you know, yeah. the, the bottle of life is a, is a difficult one. But, sure. but yes, I, I, I did not really want to be part of this life. But hope, I think I've managed to find a way out because with that, uh, that well, mm -hmm. um, I mean, I'm not sure how, uh, you know, whether I should tell you all this because, you know, they say it's bad luck to tell someone what you wish for. But everyone else was doing it, so I'd, I think it'd be okay. Um, I just wish uh, that I could, you know, find a way out of this life. And I, I just want to live in, um, you know, live a better life for myself. And hopefully uh, this wish will come through. I just don't get it, Celeste. You're a you're a beautiful woman, and you're a fantastic singer, and you get to just you know sing on these ships and everything. All true, all true. What what's so bad about this life? I don't I don't understand. It's just the lack of choice, you know. I mean, if I had wanted to do this, then then yeah, sure, why not? But but no, if you you if you don't have a choice in the matter, then there's always a bit of resentment, you know. I hear you. Anyway, I should probably uh, head off. I might come back a bit later, I don't know. Yeah, don't forget, we, we scheduled a three-way. <laughs> <laughs> Check that off the schedule. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, we'll save that for, for another time. Um, but don't, don't worry, it's only... Oh, did you say that loud enough for Olive to hear? <laughs> probably. Well, talk about... Being the, the third wheel the whole night. <laughs> uh, fourth wheel. <laughs> I mean, Olive, like, seriously, you're invited. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, don't want to be rude. Yeah, gosh. You're, you're in if you just didn't seem like your thing. <laughs> oh, man. Um, she picks up Tiffany. I have a carrying capacity of 360 pounds pushing or dragging and 180 pounds max carrying. So the question is, how much does Tiffany weigh? Definitely less than that. Less than 180? Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. I can straight up carry her. I'm going to take her to that, like, you mentioned bedding a whole bunch at one point. Uh, yeah, everyone has their own rooms. Okay, I'm going to take her to the, the room. I say, Yo, good luck, Olive. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just don't want her to fall in the pool when she's <laughs> rolling around. Okay, I, and I'm going to set her there and immediately return back to the populated area to confirm my story that I was there for one second. <laughs> <laughs> um. Before Celeste leaves, um, Zatara looks at her and says, You are very beautiful, and though you may want to be a butler, perhaps, if I am understanding, or perhaps a nanny, I do have a, a ward of sort that I could potentially use some help with managing, I suppose. 
Um, if you are ever looking for another job or another place to live. I will keep that in mind. Thank you. And uh, she uh, wanders off. What the heck? <laughs> Spoiled lady. All right. <laughs> I'll consider it a muse. <laughs> I think she just wants to be alone at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Poor woman. Okay. Is there anything else anyone wants to do before going to bed? Hmm. It's getting kind of late. Olive would prefer to sleep in the swimming pool than in the bed. That is fair. Oh, wow! All right. Um, no, I'm, 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 I'm good. I, uh, guys, uh, it's been a nice night. I was hoping for some three-way action, but um, <laughs> you know, a nice sitara. Perhaps another night. I must go and observe the stars. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I go to my room. Okay. Um, yeah, everyone just uh, spends the night doing what they want. Olive spends the time kind of like floating in the pool. She's managed to find some little contraption that she's filled with air and it floats. Maybe the carcass of a deer that she's still got hanging around. Just a skin bag that floats. Or, you know, her swim bladder. Yeah, yeah, that too. That works. Just to describe Olive again. She's a five foot ten lizard folk. She's covered in green scales. It's sort of like how the Geico gecko is bipedal, <laughs> except that she does a really good log impression when she's laying down in the water at night. Okay. Sounds nice. Yeah, she's not a person. <laughs> she's not like <laughs> she's straight up walking dinosaur. <laughs> nice. I don't actually think Satara sleeps because she's technically part of a star. <laughs> I think she just kind of, I guess, trances like an elf. Okay. Um, I mean, there's a nice uh, spot in the crow's nest if, you, if you'd like that. Yes, that's just where she will go and she will watch the stars and go into a trance. Then, Nesgrax, how's, how's bedtime for you? It's pretty good. I just sort of conk right out. I haven't been sleeping much lately. It's been a lot of partying at NCC, so... (laughs) It's sort of a relief to get away from it all and just let the waves rock me to sleep. Okay. So, overnight, can I have a perception check from everyone? Dun, dun, dun! (laughs) Mm. Ooh. 21. Me too! Nice. 14? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, In the middle of the night... Um, Olive and Nesgrax hear a weird humming noise. It's kind of a uh, noise. Doesn't necessarily seem dangerous. Just seems a bit weird because you definitely didn't hear that during the daytime. Is it loud enough that it wakes us up and we can't like get back to sleep? Or do we just hear it and like go back to sleep? I think that's probably up to you. It's... Um... It's it's like one of those noises where you know you don't necessarily like hear it like loudly, but once you start hearing it, you've you know you can't unhear it. Okay, and it's just a consistent humming. Yeah, you know you know sound. like when an alarm clock is going off in someone else's room. Yeah, and it's it's mm. that kind of level of like it, it's not loud, but once you hear it, you can't stop hearing it. Okay, mm-hmm. but it is just a persistent, yeah, just a- unbroken mm-hmm. hum. Olive would get up. Oh my gosh, yeah, no. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I def I try to ignore it, and I like put a pillow over my head. Leave the room. It would probably be really weirdly amplified through the water too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> picture one opening crocodile eye. <laughs> Irritated. <laughs> I'm gonna go up to the crow's nest because I know Satara doesn't sleep, and be like, "Do you hear that? Hear what?" I bring you down to the swimming pool area. And I point it out to you. What is that? And I, I walk into the swimming pool area and I'm like, hey, what is that humming sound? Is it you guys? Stop it. Ah, I know, right? Ah. It is not me. Uh, perhaps could it be from the engine? We haven't heard it thus far. So it doesn't seem right that it would be the engine. We would have heard it already. Good point. Yeah. Let's find Chauncey. Chauncey usually knows about this stuff. He seems like a very stressed person, so I'm going to let you wake him up in the middle of the night. <laughs> uh, if I know anything, if I know this guy Chauncey, he's probably awake. Oh. Yeah, let's uh, let's see. Did he show us where his room was? I don't think he did. Um, There's a servant's quarters in the back next to uh, Oh, you wrote that kitchens. down. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> let's go check it out. Come on, guys. Of course. Lead the way. Okay, well, the good news is that you're already in the swimming pool and the servants' quarters are very close by. However, on the way to Chauncey's quarters, just through a shut door, uh, which you think was the pantry, you definitely saw um, Chauncey going to refresh the wine stock in there. Uh, there's a, a weird blue light just coming in from underneath the door. Like If you press your ear up a bit closer, you can definitely hear the hum just being a bit louder. So it's going... Sitara for sure is pulling out her dagger. And she's like switched back into her normal clothes, which are all like black because she tends to try to hide her glowing tattoos as much as possible when she's in public. And she just like pulls out her dagger and is like, well, perhaps we should cautiously open the door uh yeah yeah good idea and i take out my quarter staff ready to go okay the door kind of screaks open because they haven't oiled the hinges um in the pantry is mostly alcohol there is a small amount of beef jerky maybe some packets of peanuts and some crisps or chips as you three may know them. <laughs> we, we, we get it. <laughs> yes. You're British. It's Tran fine. Translation. Woo. <laughs> um, and then also, just on a barrel is a, a small lockbox where the blue light seems to be coming from and the humming. Uh, it's quite a large lockbox, maybe, maybe more of a small safe. Uh, and it's got the initials AS on. And mm. sure enough... It's kind of uh, still humming, going, mm, and the blue light's coming out of it. All right, guys. I mean, this looks like it belongs to my uncle. It's got his initials in it. Um, yeah, what's your last name uh, again? Algernoff. Skarsbrush. Algernoff Skarsbrush, yeah. I'm going to get a tattoo of it on my forehead so no one, <laughs> no one forgets my name again. <laughs> happens all the time. <laughs> I mean, the player definitely knows your name. <laughs> All of <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> so, yeah, I think um, I think we need to see what's in there, right? I mean, it can't be anything that bad. It's just blue humming. 
Olive examines the box. There is a lock on the box. Can I bite the lock? Um, it's an internal lock. Oh, can I bite the box? How how big is your mouth? Could a crocodile bite the box? Uh, yeah, probably. That big. Okay, <laughs> so uh, Nezgrax, Sitara, uh, you watch as your friend Olive <laughs> turns her head 90 degrees, <laughs> opens her jaws wide and clamps him down upon <laughs> the, the glowing blue light safe and uh, make a roll to hit crush, you know, ju- just roll, roll it like eight. <laughs> <laughs> no, not for you, for you I'm afraid. Um, the the metal kind of starts to buckle and dent a little bit, but it doesn't, you know, the door doesn't spring off, I'm afraid. But Perhaps. there is definitely. Oh, the box is made of but, metal, I say to my friend. But there is defi- definitely evidence of tampering now, so that's good. <laughs> uh, Satara looks at them and says, Perhaps I can try to unlock it. And she pulls out like a bobby pin. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. I spit out the safe. <laughs> and what would I add to an unlocking roll? Uh it uh it would be a sleight of hand check. Oh sweet. Okay, so um, that's a seventeen. Oh yes. Uh maybe Olive has just, you know, butted up the lock by biting it. <laughs> uh, maybe it was just not a particularly good lock to begin with. But um Sitara puts the bobby pin into the lock, just gives a quick jimmy around the place and the door swings open. There is a small amount of gold in there, not a lot. Pretty much everything Algy had in his pockets at the time when Chauncey went to kind of take his uh, like valuable stuff when he started drinking off. Um, and then also, also oh. in there is the well, which is glowing a faint blue colour and humming slightly. Oh. Can I do an arcana check? Yes, you may. Ooh, not very good. <laughs> That's a six. Well, it's definitely magical. I have not seen this in my magical observance. I do not n- understand. Hmm. Hmm. Just seems strange that it would be... I mean, it wasn't humming before like this, right? I mean, we didn't. you guys didn't hear a humming when he brought it out earlier. No. Huh. Did no, we? no. Oh, okay. It wasn't. It wasn't glowing either when you saw it before. Oh, okay. I I feed it back its IOU note. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing huh. happens. It might mm. spit it back out in okay. a couple of hours, but. Um. I feed it back the dress. <laughs> <laughs> what, Olive? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I thought it might be broken. Do you know how much work I put into thinking about what that dress should look like? <laughs> well, it's like I, half a second. I don't want to hurt the well. <laughs> but what if the well needs it back? I don't know. I don't think that's it. There's a voice behind you as you're talking. Yes. Do you mind telling me awfully what you're up to? <laughs> and it's uh, Chauncey. Um, as as you'd expect, perfectly awake and still prim and proper, very, still very well dressed. He walks in on Olive stuffing this like <laughs> massive ball gown into this tiny well. Um, oh, hello, Chauncey. Um, yes, we heard some humming. 
we came to ask you what you thought it might be. We couldn't tell if it was the engine or something, and we we saw there was this blue light coming from here, and so we thought we'd investigate it. It's what we do with a fire-breathing kittens. And I strike a pose. Well, be that as it may, sir, um, this is uh, not your property, so I would rather ask that you uh, refrain from doing that again. I would kindly request you uh, go back to bed. I mean, yeah, it's no problem, man, but what is up with this thing? Is this going to stop the humming? Um, well, it, it's a side effect of people making wishes, you know? It's... Olive, like, awkwardly retrieves the ball gown. <laughs> Just, like, half-stuffed in it. The humming usually... <laughs> it wasn't really fitting. The humming usually indicates that uh, the magic is taking effect on someone's wish. Oh, so, like, someone wished for an annoying noise in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Can I insight Chauncey to just kind of see what kind of... I want to vibe check him, and the closest thing to a vibe check is insight. <laughs> yeah, roll, roll for vibe check, uh, which would be insight. Yes, so that is a 19. Uh, he's vibing as annoyed uh, <laughs> <laughs> that he's having to deal with people even more than he usually does. But yeah, as far as you can tell, he's just telling you the truth as to how, um, as to why the well is glowing and humming. Perfect. Sitara kind of walks up to him and says, Chauncey, I believe the singer... Celeste might think you're cute. It's entirely possible, madam. I do, in fact, have a rockin' bod. (laughs) 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 And perhaps we can go chat about this somewhere else. And she's, like, trying to get him away so that way the other two can, like, put the well down and, like, so we don't get in trouble. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. I want to go check on Klaus so bad. Look, guys, you go do your thing. I'm going to go talk to my uncle. I don't want to check on Klaus alone, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a nat 20 um, plus three for charisma to talk him into leaving. <laughs> Ooh. Well, as you put it that way, madam, I, well, I suppose I could do with a bit of a rest. Well, I mean, it is 3 a.m. again. Usually the master is awake with his uh, midnight uh, snack, um, or who, whatever he wants to call them. Um, Wait, what? Did you say who? <laughs> yes, uh, you two are rather alike in your tastes. Me- I don't eat people. Is that what? Is that what my uncle is doing? Is he eating mm. people? Oh, oh, Nesgrex. Oh, oh, Nesgrex. What? What? Um... What? Is that what dragonborns do? <laughs> do they eat people? You're still young, aren't you? <laughs> That's not what's happening. Satara <laughs> uh, looks at Chauncey and says, Yes, of course, you work yourself too much for that rocking bot. Like, if it, you can tell she's just like, I guess this is a good term. <laughs> These are all new words. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps we can go and finish my bottle of wine I brought in the lounge. Oh man, you got a net 20. You're gonna... Uh. <laughs> As you wish, ma'am. <laughs> she walks off towards the lounge and, hope, and she's looking over oh, her shoulder no. and she's like, alright, like I hope you guys can do whatever you need to do with this well so we don't get in trouble. 
Okay. Thank you for taking one for the team. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Nesgrex, let me explain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? About your uncle. Uh, he's not eating anyone, and then we, like, have a conversation. <laughs> all right, so... <laughs> um, all right, I, I, Olive really wants to check on Klaus because his wish was that he gets closer to his god, and his god is the queen of death, and uh-huh. so I just want to check on him because he's getting murdered right now, but I don't want to do it alone because then I'll get murdered too. So, Nesgrex. Uh-huh. Do you want to go um, uh, check? invent a reason to bother Klaus? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. I can do that. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So you want how you you want? Well, why do we need it to invent? Why can't we just say, "Hey, glowing, well, making noise." Oh, oh! I put a gold in the well. <laughs> I want a legitimate reason to wake up, Klaus. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, the 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 well glows a a slightly brighter blue and a sheet of paper uh, comes um, flying out and it lands the well of your (laughs) lands in your hands and it just says please wake up Klaus oh okay yeah the the well has told us I guess we must do it let's go wake up Klaus I, I got the intonation a little bit wrong it says please wake up comma Klaus uh oh! Please wake up, Klaus. No, that's n- grammatically that's 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 not great. Uh, is it- Klaus is in danger. Yeah. Okay. We run to. Uh, do yeah. we know where Klaus's yeah. room is? Uh, yes, it is just opposite your rooms. Actually, um, uh, so basically, uh, how the rooms are laid out is you have the dining hall. Uh, what uh, the the back end of the ship and then on each of the sides are rooms for each of the guests so you three are on one side and the other guests are on the other okay great i knock on klaus's door uh you hear a voice inside going what what what's going what hello sorry is that klaus or or Rolf? no it's Rolf. it's it's yeah of course it's klaus who do you think this is you have the same accent. I'm sorry. Um, okay. Wow. Can we come Dude, in? Come on, that's unfair. I'm sorry. Can we come in, please? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hang on. Let me get to the door. Oh. And you hear a kind of click from inside, and the door opens. And then, sure enough, it's Klaus. He's wearing, um, uh, a, you know, a, a bed bed gown. He's got one of those nice little hats that flops over onto one side. He's looking very I tired. Say, I say, you are adorable. But yeah, I mean, thank you very much. Your little but, hats, oh, your pajamas. Why are you making me at this time? It's oh yes. Um, do you hear that? Uh, he kind of strangely goes, ah, ah, yes. What is? Oh, you. That's annoying. What is it? Yeah, that's what we said, and so we went and found it. It's the well. Okay. Okay. It's yeah. glowing and it's making this noise. And uh, we, we, Olive, would you like to take it from here? Someone's wish is being fulfilled. So let's talk about your Raven Queen. Um, are you okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm are, all good. I mean, I, I, I hold his hand. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think so. What, okay. have, what have you heard? Now that you're paranoid, lock your door. It was locked. 
because the well is scary, isn't it? Okay, keep it locked, and we're going to go check on a lounge singer. Also, here's a note from the well. Bye. <laughs> okay. What does it say, please wake up, Klaus? I am awake. Who is this from? Yeah. You are now. That's why we That's why we came to you. See? Yeah, it all makes sense. All right. Bye. Bye. Keep your door locked. Okay. <laughs> Um, okay, let's go check on that lounge singer, because she wished for a way out of her lounge singer life. <laughs> she didn't clarify which one and Wishmaster rules are making me real freaked <laughs> out. So let's go check on the lounge singer. Okay, um, well, let, let me knock. I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to knock in like a, like, a, like a sexy way, okay? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, no, I'll leave you to this. I'm going to be at the end of the hallway. Scream if you're dying. Bye. Sounds good. Have a good time. Yes. <laughs> If you, if you hear a different kind of screaming, just, I'll leave you alone. Just leave me alone. Okay. I will. Right, I'm at the end of the hallway. Okay, Nesgrax, here comes the old knock. There's no answer. Uh oh. Oh, she's dead. I I'm gonna I'm gonna have to do the less sexy but more desperate knock. I like how you've just got different knocks for. <laughs> they different they communicate a lot of information. <laughs> but still, no answer. Okay, I'm going to have to give it the old um, let me in, I don't care about private property knock. And I try to kick the door down. <laughs> okay, roll me a athletics. Yeah, let's go athletics. For, for, for a good old. Uh, <laughs> Sparta kick. This is the wizard. Oh, that was a 14. <laughs> yeah, okay. In your desperation, you uh, kick the right spot of the door and it just kind of like bursts into the room. But there is no Celeste in there. Oh. Upon close inspection, the door was not locked. Ah. <laughs> yes. I, I suppose those things could have been options. <laughs> um, just give me yes. a quick history check or a perception. Uh, let's do history for fun. Uh, that is a 16. Okay, you remember her mentioning that um, she uh, was thinking about just going back to the pool to have a swim uh, later on. Maybe she uh, decided that you know she was feeling a bit better and just fancied a midnight dip. Darn it! <laughs> we were just my evil plan to to fan out and to be in all parts of the boat during the murder mystery did not pay if, off. if only Olive was um, still there, oh. she she would have caught it. I would have witnessed her demise. <laughs> <sighs> okay, all right. Well, you have to walk past me to get there. Okay, so uh, pick up your dumb friend. <laughs> yeah. So I say, Olive, come on. She she's she wasn't in there. Let's just. Let's go to the pool. She's probably there. All right. All right. Come on. Can we have like a cutscene for what Sitar is getting up to with her nat 20 and in uh, <laughs> that bottle of wine? A lot of it is blurred. <laughs> oh, no. There's a lot of bow chicka wow <laughs> Playing in the background. Okay. Is it true? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. No, the, the hot bod thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He... <laughs> okay. he, he uh, um... We'll go talk about that later. <laughs> Chauncey expresses his anger through workout routines. Uh, That's very healthy. Yeah, he's like he's yeah. like a what? What is it? he's like a American Psycho type. No, less healthy. Less healthy. <laughs> he's a, he's a buffler. Uh, he's a buffler. Ah! 
I love it. Ooh, I do love it. That's a new term I did not know I needed in my life. Yeah. But I did. I know I work with a guy who used to be a butler in the buff when he was at uni. Oh. So a butler in the buff is a guy who gets hired yeah. with like maybe like one or two other guys to like go to like hen parties and stuff like like bachelor parties mm-hmm. okay. and go oh. and and stand there in like a bow tie and like like uh, underwear <laughs> and serve drinks and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, hey man, I bet that pays more than other side right. jobs right yeah. it should, he was he, right? he, he was feel good about yeah, yourself he was fine with it yeah i mean like it would probably boost your self-esteem to be told that you're attractive enough to stand there and get paid right like yeah. they don't hire ugly people to do that <laughs> as exactly. i said to my modeling friend you're lucky you're pretty <laughs> yeah like like this this validates your feelings of superiority now you have proof <laughs> <laughs> so um we're, we're are we at the pool now yeah, okay. Moving back to the pool room, just to paint you a picture. The pool is directly in the centre of the ship, with walls around, just a door at one end. As you walk into the pool area, the water is a lot redder than it no! used to be. you're crying out loud! <laughs> uh, boy. Uh, hey, Olive, um... I don't suppose you being sort of comfortable with blood and also swimming. Yeah. Would you mind just having a look? Thanks. I'll go check. I rush towards the water and I dive in, in my clothes, which were wet because I was sleeping in them. Uh, and, and I use my 15 minutes of holding my breath and my natural swimming speed to try to Save this clearly already dead person. I, I don't have much hope, but I'm going to try to save them. I start doing chest compressions on the corpse. Well, I've, I've got good news and bad news for you. Uh-oh. The good news is you find most of her. Oh, oh boy. Chest compressions. <laughs> the bad news is Celeste is very much dead. <laughs> Medicine check. Uh, Olive. Uh. I rolled it. I rolled it. I rolled a three. Okay, maybe I've got two bits of bad news for you. (laughs) The second bit of bad news is that that's where we're going to end it for this half of the episode. (laughs) So it's all gone horribly wrong. So thank you for joining us for this half of the Fire Breathing Kittens podcast. With us in distress, we have Olive. Celeste! (laughs) Nesgrax. There's there's some more chest over here. And Sitara. I'm having a wonderful night so far. (laughs) (laughs) Catch you in a bit. (laughs) See ya. (laughs) Bye bye. (laughs) We hope that you're enjoying this episode of the Fire Breathing Kittens podcast. Please leave us a review on iTunes.com. You can subscribe to receive new episodes through your podcast player or by visiting firebreathingkittenspodcast.com or finding us on YouTube. Can you think of someone who might enjoy this podcast? Please, share it with them. We don't pay to advertise this show, so the only way we can grow is through the support of listeners like you. Thank you. You can find more adventures on Amazon.com in the bookstore, Fire Breathing Kittens, all one word, podcast. That's right, you can curl up with a good book based on one of our podcast episodes. 
the authors do a really great job of adapting them into fun novels. And did you know that we have webcomics? Look for the adventures of fire-breathing kittens on webtoons.com. We also have official merchandise on redbubble.com. Yes, that's right. You really can own a notepad with the fire-breathing kitten logo on the front. Or one of your favorite characters. Welcome back to the fire-breathing kittens podcast. With us in this uh, trying time is Nesgrax. <laughs> hey, everybody. Sitara. Hello. And Olive. Celeste! <laughs> <laughs> uh, seeing as you seem uh, a bit uh, torn up about the whole thing, uh, Olive, would you mind giving us a quick run-through of what we've been up to so far this adventure? Oh, but I talk so much already. Okay. All right. Um... <laughs> she picks up her notes. <laughs> I'm holding up my notes page. <laughs> yeah. Nesgrek Skarsbrosh, the dragonborn of former nobility, met his uncle Algernoff, a portly dragonborn wearing purple robes, and Chauncey the tiefling, tuxedoed with large pockets butler, in the fruit market where we were stupidly about to bite into a bumble fruit. They helped us out there with a little bit of information and we took the bumble fruits off the shopkeeper's hands to kill some time before going on the ship the vested interest a big blue yacht we shot up the bumble fruits in the woods like true adventurers <laughs> mm-hmm. and took out some deer because why not oh and mm-hmm. nesgrax got a shield i got a shield <laughs> so equipped with one bumble fruit each uh, two for both of Nesgrax's butt cheeks being blown off. We made our way onto the boat and were introduced to Celeste Songbringer, may she rest in peace, elf songstress with a Russian accent. We met Klaus, the German-accented Vidalkin, wearing flowing robes. He was from Heinz and was a priest of the Raven Queen. His dearest wish was that he wanted to be closer to the Raven Queen, but perhaps that's just being the excitable one. As Rats Vidalkin would say, he's more down to earth. He also wears flowing robes. He's the cousin of Klaus, and he'd rather be at home working in Heinz because he runs a charity that helps orphans, and his sincerest wish that he wished into the magical wishing well was to help people. The final person in the cast of potential murderers, other than the kitchen staff, Og, Bog, and Nog, is Tiffany, the satyr girl, my former volleyball teammate. She's a bit of a mean girl. A bit of a group backstabber, but um, all she wants is for her daddy to love her, so she's not that bad at heart. So this leads us to the murder. While Olive was narrowly escaping her fate, because she was asleep and helpless in the swimming pool, <laughs> the wishing well started to hum very loudly, waking up Nesgrex and Olive. We went and told Sitara. We discovered that the source of the humming was the wishing well, which was granting someone's wish. A little bit concerned that it might be to get closer to the Raven Queen, we checked on Klaus, who was asleep and fine, and then on Celeste, who wasn't in her room. Rushing towards the swimming pool, uh, we discovered her partial, her part of, some of her, we discovered some of her. (laughs) I'll say about three quarters. (laughs) About three quarters of her in the pool, and... I guess now we have lots of suspicions. Uh, I think Olive's money is on Kevin. And that's where we're at, with Olive chest-pumping three-quarters of Celeste and screaming to the ceiling, Celeste! (laughs) Lovely. And and there was a lot of um, sexual tension between Nesgrax, Sitara, 
Celeste, and then also Chauncey. Mm-hmm. That, but that's a subplot, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you'll you'll catch up. It's fine. So it could have been Chauncey because he was out and about instead of sleeping. Mm, so many possible murderers. <laughs> oh, but then oh, I see. As in, who could have killed Celeste? Yeah. She didn't do it to herself. <laughs> Uh, well, we don't know that. She could have eaten a bumble fruit. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> oh, actually, hey, uh, Olive's going to take inventory on the number of bumble fruits. <laughs> Good call. Uh, is mine still in my back pocket? Because I did remember I shoved all my stuff behind a toilet at one point in the night, so someone could have gone in there and taken my bumble fruit. Uh, no, that stuff's all still there on account of the fact that it was also shoved in with a load of blood-sodden clothes. <laughs> okay, <good. laughs> no one wants to go anywhere near that I, I put my hands into my hoodie cloak uh, pockets to make sure that I still have the two bumble fruits in there how carefully um, very very carefully <laughs> okay just checking how did Nesgrex die <laughs> and then I go I can't believe I slept with these things in here <laughs> I don't know maybe you slept on your front <laughs> If they're in my they're in my hoodie pocket, so they're in the front. They're like on my belly. <laughs> well, who knows? Okay, but yeah, they're still there. Okay, and Sitara's is uh, there as well. So, picking things up with Olive, uh, fruitlessly uh, trying to resuscitate Arr. three quarters of Arr, Celeste. Arr, Arr. Um, I think what Nesgrax and Sitara are just kind of looking over. At her. Did you guys go and get Sitara? Oh, oh wait, no. Yeah. Because Sitara is. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Sitara is, you know, otherwise occupied. <laughs> Sitara has no idea what's going on. No. Okay. Good so for I, you, Sitara. It's been it's been I, a long time. She's six hundred years old audience, so she's just mm. she's been waiting a long time. <laughs> no. She deserves uh, this. So I, I, I say to Olive, Olive, come, come with me. We're going to have to do a sorry to disturb you knock. <laughs> <laughs> I follow Nesgrax, eagerly awaiting what that knock will be. <laughs> okay, here goes. Oh, I hope the mic picked that up. <laughs> oh, yeah. it, was, yep. it was very faint, uh, barely audible. Yes. Um, hey, Sitara, you got a minute? I suppose, and she like pops her head out. Yes. Um, How bloody you... is <laughs> Chauncey right now? Like, it, on a scale of just murdered a lady to didn't murder a lady? <laughs> um, I, w- I would say with Sitara just peeking her head through the door, you probably can't see Chauncey right now. No, no, I asked Sitara that in oh, a whisper okay. at the oh. door. <laughs> um, You've I seen would've... all of them, right? Was there any, yes. you know... Uh, not. He, why are you asking? That's no reason. Kind of... Go back to it. Lock this door. No, no. Well, okay, Sitara. I just have a question. Like, if I were to like give you some horrible news right now, would you would you would you feel like uh like okay? Oh, no, wait, 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 I pull Nesgrax to the side. Okay, so uh, we're yeah, yeah. we're clearly. What are our goals here? We don't want her to get murdered, so we check to make sure that this guy was not a murderer, right? Because he might have done. Celeste, and then done her in, right? So we checked to make sure that she wasn't murdered, but do we really want to disrupt her fun? Because what's our goal? Good point. And I love love that you're thinking about your friend and her good time. (laughs) 
However. <laughs> Sitara, from behind you, you hear, uh, Sitara, <laughs> I'm losing the feeling in my hands. Is this normal? <laughs> uh, one second. Nesgrex, Nez, like, like, sort of shouts through. You have to make fists and clench them and unclench them. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, oh yes, that's better. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. We'll see you later. Just lock this door. You're probably fine. I'd wave, but uh, I can't. So no, no. But seriously, Olive. Um, if 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 you, let's put yourself in her shoes, okay? Yes, you're having a good time, but also there's a potential murderer on the very yacht on which you're having a good time. It won't take her very long. <laughs> well, I mean, she's had a long time already. I don't know what her stamina is like. <laughs> How about we leave her another half hour? She'll lock the door. She'll be fine. Your uncle, however, might be dying. Well, okay. Good point. Yeah. Uh, We could go check on my uncle. Uh, That's a great idea. Um, Okay. Give her a half hour. We'll go check on my uncle. Yeah. Lock the door, Satara. Okay. And she just locks the door. (laughs) I hope I didn't throw her off again. (laughs) Okay, uh, just in the background, Satara, just roll a constitution saving throw. Oh, no. Oh, no. Right. oh, oh, this is for the... Yeah. Oh. I thought it was for... He poisoned her or something, no. but it's just a sex thing. Okay, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm, Twelve. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all right. Uh, so you, you, you can, you can uh, keep going for a little... For a, you know, so, solid, solid half an hour, 45 minutes longer. But moving oh, on God. to the other two. <laughs> oh, um, okay, so yeah, we're, we're going to go to my... We're, he- we're heading upstairs to um, yeah, check on my uncle's, algae. Um, yeah, yeah, wherever we think he is. I think Chauncey said he was... He has a midnight snack at this time, and I completely missed the sexual innuendo. <laughs> so we explained it later. Yeah, <laughs> it's, all, it's all good. Yeah. Uh, so you probably want to check upstairs in his private parlor on the uh, deck of the ship. Yeah. I follow you, carrying the bumble fruit in my left hand. Oh. Okay. Good improvisation. Well done. Okay, you make your way up to the deck of the ship. Um, it's a quiet night outside. The stars are out. Um, there's a bit of uh, cloud on the horizon, but otherwise seems fairly still. There is a light on in uh, Algernot's cabin. Um, but yeah, what would you like to do? I I do a I do a. Um... Hey, just checking to see if you're all right, Mac. <laughs> what does that sound like? That sounds like, uh... There's no answer. Okay, I, I, I try the doorknob. <laughs> it, it's unlocked. Okay, I open it, I walk in. It's quite a, a fancy room, as you'd imagine. Most of the wall is taken up by shelving, which is covered in uh, bottles of rum... Uh, whiskey, gin, very little tonic, but otherwise it's mostly alcohol-based. There's a small table uh, set in the centre and a number of uh, chairs. Um, Sat with his back to you is one very lavish 
uh, purple leather chair. Um, Concern. <laughs> with one uh, figure sat in it, but you can't see him quite from this angle. Okay, I, I say, uh, uncle? There's no answer. Okay, I, is it, can I tell, is it like a spinny chair? Can I spin it around? I'm picturing it spinning around and I see a corpse. I don't think it spins. You'd probably just have to walk around. (laughs) Okay. All right. I I walk around to the front of the chair. Well, it's definitely your uncle. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, Give me a medicine check. Oh, he's not all right. (laughs) No. Well... (laughs) It's a medicine check. Oh, that's pretty good. That's an 18. Okay. So uh, you lay your hands on your uncle's shoulders and just give him a bit of a shake. And he just kind of flops around a little bit. So you shake him harder and he shakes around a bit more. And then you give him a slap and he goes, Oh, oh. oh good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, my boy. Where was... oh, what time is it? Uh, Uncle uh, Algy, um, look, we need you to know something. Um, you see, we found uh, a, a, a body in the pool area. We're pretty sure it belongs to uh, Celeste. Oh, oh no. That's not good. No. Oh, her agent is going to be so mad with me. Well, um, yeah, that's an odd reaction to have to <laughs> that kind of news. But yeah, sure, that's a concern. In my defense, I have just woken up. <laughs> yeah, true. I get it. Yeah, been there. Um, so anyway, we were thinking we've got some work to do to try to help keep everyone else from ending up in bits of body Parts. Yes, yes. Oh, you're absolutely right, my old my boy. Um, um, ouch. I've got a most awful headache. Chauncey! And uh, Chauncey appears at the door. Uh, what? Oh my god. Some. Chauncey. <laughs> huh? Okay, I, I will retract that because I'd a little bit forgotten what Chauncey was up to. So <laughs> he, he, he says, Chauncey! And nothing happens. He's like, where, uh, where is that? That teeth. Yeah, I think Chauncey um, is going to have to deal with uh, something right now. Um, he's probably going to be about 30, 45 minutes, <laughs> we suspect. Well, um, uh, well, it's probably just to be safe, we should gather everyone in the lounge just to go gather everyone. Ugh. Be done with you in a minute. I need to. Oh, I need to sort my head. Lock your door. Uh, yeah. Uh, lock your door. Uh, I, Olive. I. I don't know. I feel like we should stay together. What yeah, do you think? I think we should take him, and one by one collect people from their rooms. Hmm. Yes. Making we'll the party like a, bigger. Yeah. Yeah. And let's yeah, yeah. like. Mm, I mean. So we want to collect the killer last. Who do you want to collect last? <laughs> well, um, 
Yeah, it's 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 tricky, right? Everyone seems to be like a little a little dodgy here and there. Um I think Tiffany's safe to pick up, right? Well, I mean, I don't know. It's always the the last person you suspect in these things. She didn't kill a lot of people in high school, so it could be a new hobby. Yeah, I guess, unless she just, she got away with it. <laughs> That's Did true. anyone mysteriously go missing <laughs> no. from your high school? <laughs> My high no? school's, yeah, nope. Um, she, she got away with it so much that we never noticed that they were gone. <laughs> so, yeah. so she's okay. getting real sloppy. Um, yeah, but who do you want to pick up first? That's my question for okay. you. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I think first of all, we get my uncle, if he'll come with us. Yes. Um, uncle Adji, we think we should stick together. You should come with us. Okay. okay. Hang on. Let me just grab something from my head. And he uh, re- uh, walks over to the corner uh, to a small cabinet, opens it, just grabs some uh, aspirin, <laughs> shuts it again, and he's like, all right, I'm, I'm okay. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. So, Nesgrax, there's Klaus, Rats, Tiffany, Agbog, and Kevin. So, which... <laughs> and Nog. <laughs> uh, which one do you want to pick up next? Okay. I think, I think we should... Um... Pick up Tiffany first. I, I think you're right. She seems like the least harmful person. Okay, and and then by then Sitara is probably done. Hopefully by then she's <laughs> like yeah, done for like the fifth or sixth time. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, That's the plan. Yeah. Yes. All right. So we go get Tiffany. Okay. Let's go. Now earlier I had set her on her bed, way back early in the evening when she drank too much. Yeah. I open the door. Is she still there? Uh, yeah, she's still there, uh, lying on the cot, somehow covered in glitter. You don't know how it got there, but she somehow managed to... F- okay, weird. Drunk people do the weirdest things. <laughs> Olive, did you just, like, have, like, a, like a, a bath bomb on her <laughs> uh... After you... You caught me. (laughs) (laughs) I like to glitter people when they're unconscious. (laughs) Wait, seriously? No. (laughs) Because I do that too. Oh, Oh. no. Oh, oh. Never mind then. (laughs) Um, Okay. She seems fine. Do you want to just lock her in here? I don't know. (laughs) No, no. Don't you... No, I thought the plan was we all stick together. We're going to have to carry her. Well, why... Can we not just wake her up? (laughs) She wasn't awake earlier, though. She's oh, just she? a sack of potatoes. I carried her here. Um, all right, well, so I've got maybe. her like her two legs um, under my arms. <laughs> this is hard to describe. And her arms are thrown over my shoulders, and I'm like carrying her on my back, like a piggyback. Yeah, piggyback. Okay, so I've got yeah. the dead drunk sack of potatoes on my back. Okay, uh, she drools a bit on your shoulder. Uh, but... Thanks, Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> but he's otherwise okay. As you okay. Uh, wander back down to the lounge. Around the top of the stairs, from uh, just around the corner, you see Klaus uh, coming round towards you. Um, oh no, we don't with, have Sitara yet. Uh, with a oh. with a with a look uh, look of concern on his face, uh, he says, "Hey guys, I don't suppose any of you have seen uh, Rot anywhere." Earlier on, he said he was going down to the kitchen to make a sandwich, and he, I don't think he's come back. Okay. Great. <laughs> Let's get Sitara. 
Yeah, Klaus, can you just stay with us? We'll we'll go yeah? we'll we'll go down to the kitchen next. I think we were planning to go there after we got Satara anyway. Okay. So Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's probably nothing to worry about, right? He's probably just uh, gotten himself locked in something again. Uh, well, okay, yeah. <laughs> Let's say that that's what we're going with. Yeah, that's probably where he is. He's probably locked himself in something. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you should have seen him on the train down. He, ca- he locked himself in the toilet like three times. Okay, great. Hopefully yeah. he's done that and is <laughs> totally Just safe. the kind of thing that happens, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm going to give a, um, a, come on, it's really been enough time. <laughs> Um, don't, wouldn't you like to, aren't you curious about the horrible thing that I mentioned earlier? Knock. (laughs) What does that sound like? Ominous. (laughs) It sounds ominous. Uh, She opens the door and she's like buttoning up her blouse and she says, yes. Uh, Sitara, you really have to be done by now. (laughs) Well, yes, of course, but shouldn't we? Shouldn't, don't you no, mortals sleep? Uh, yeah, usually when there's not that sound, and also we just found. Brace yourself! A uh, bunch of pieces hey, of Celeste oh, in the pool. Uh, hi, hi, Klaus, or hi, Chauncey. Hi, oh, everyone. Yeah, guys, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> We just found a bunch of pieces of Celeste in the pool. Uh, you what? So yeah, she's been murdered. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, there's a murder. So just to let you know. I'm covered in her blood, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, because I was trying she, to chest resuscitate her. This girl, she was trying, she was, she was giving CPR to a chest. I'm not talking about like a body <laughs> with like a head and arms and everything, like a chest. It was ridiculous. But you all thought anyway. I was covered in blood because I was covered in blood earlier, so it's like my thing. So it's I've just yeah. been continually covered it's in blood. It's not just a so fashion it's, statement. It's just <laughs> fresh again for some reason. <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, Sitar would frown and she would go, I don't believe the Raven Queen decided it was time for her to die. It would not be the proper time i suppose that means i mean i've only done this for two weeks but i suppose that means i must avenge the wrongful death timing does that sound about right and she's looking over (laughs) at klaus well i mean it depends on how how you read the book whether you read it as written or it read as intended you know it's uh open to interpretation which is i mean this is why we get a bit of a bad Bad rep, uh, worshipping the god of death, but... Uh, could I just provide a secular view here? Um, <laughs> I don't want to die. There's someone probably going around killing people here on this yacht, so could we all just band together and try to figure this one out? Yeah, Klaus, this would give you a great opportunity to get closer to the Raven Queen. To, words Aven- as written, avenge the wrongful death with your fellow Raven Queen... What are you? I don't want to say cultist. Priestess. <laughs> yeah, we find the, the word cultist a bit, um, bit insulting, to be honest. Is no, 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 no. Proper worshippers. I mean, somehow. I mean, all we can try to do is do our best, really. Um, 
I mean, we we picked a god to serve, but it doesn't mean we're like inherently, you know, morbid people. Of course not. Because you know, de- death to some people is a mercy. Be you, be you may have. Pick the Raven Queen. I struck a deal. I'm not quite sure we're at the same level here, Klaus, but great. Also, like, you know, have, have you seen how good leather looks on people? We've got a lot of that. Okay, yeah, that okay. is true. Yeah, sure. <laughs> great. Okay, well, since we're all on the same page, why don't we just uh, band together and go check out the kitchen? Oh, yeah. Can I yeah. do an insight right. check on Eldrinoff? Um... Yeah, he yeah, just told sure. him there's a body. I want to know if he's surprised. Mm. One day I need to build a character that's really good at insight <laughs> checks. <laughs> I have a plus four, so I thought this was the one. Um, seventeen overall. Is he surprised? I mean, I mean that's that's pretty good. Um, yeah, he's that was good. concerned more than anything uh, because you did tell him that um, you'd found. Celeste, when you were upstairs, so he was already aware of that. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, do you mean Algernoth or do you mean Klaus? Chauncey. Chauncey. Chauncey, the one who was wandering around before she died, um, as she died. Well, I mean, we might have caught him on the way back from the pool, is what I'm saying. I mean, I mean, as far as I'm aware, Chauncey's a little tied up right now. Literally. <laughs> oh, uh, Satara turns around and she goes and like lets him loose. I suppose <laughs> I was just like, uh, I tell him that there's a dead lady in the pool. Does he look surprised with the 17? Chauncey arrives kind of rubbing his wrists. And he's like, what do you mean there's a, a dead person? Olive? I bring him the dead person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chauncey, ever the professional, just looks at Celeste. Well, yes, that is certainly a dead person. Um, <laughs> is he surprised? Where was she found? Gosh, darn it, Chauncey. <laughs> Take him to the pool. <laughs> no, come on, everyone, to the pool. Stick together. Him. Stick together. Don't split up. Hmm. Okay. Um. Right, we'll need to investigate the feeder tube. That's downstairs. Um. One of the... One, one, one of the what? kitchen boys can uh, take you down there. Otherwise, I would suggest... Um. He, he looks over towards Algernoth. Uh, should we uh, just take everyone to the lounge? Is that would that be sensible, sir? And Angel also goes, "Yeah, that's what I was saying." Yeah, Chauncey. Before we do, uh, perhaps I can, and this is the player now. Investigate the area and Sitara's. <laughs> Look around for clues. Yes, please do. Make an investigation check. Eighteen. Eighteen. Lovely. Okay. So aside from all the blood. Around the place. Uh, uh, if you look inside the pool, there's like a circular uh, hole in the bottom of it. Which, if uh, you asked um, anyone who worked in the uh, on the ship, would tell you that that's the feeder tube um, where they refill the pool from the seawater from the bottom of the ship. Ah. Uh, oh. This was salt water? How big is the tube? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh the tube is about uh maybe 
three feet across. Actually, let's let's say let's say five feet because D and D works in five feet. It's five feet across. <laughs> I take it back. There's no killer on the boat. Wow, I'm so glad that while I was sleeping here, attracting monsters with my log impersonation, I briefly got up. She was here to take the monster hit for me. Well, how convenient. <laughs> All right. Oh. Uh, wait, did, did you say that all out loud? Yep. <laughs> okay. Oh, you think she was killed by a monster? It's a five-foot hole. <laughs> oh, so you think she... Although Chauncey does continue um, and says, it's it's odd, though. We do have a, um, a grate in the bottom to stop anything swimming up, so I'm not quite sure whether that could be a... a monster attack. It's certainly a bit... certainly odd. It certainly hasn't happened before, but... Maybe it'd be worth investigating just down in the bowels of the ship. I swim down the swimming pool through the feeder tube and check to see if the gate is still there. It's a sensible option. Uh, no, it's not there. I return and get the heck out of the swimming pool (laughs) and inform everyone that the gate is not still there. And I apologize profusely to Chauncey for no particular reason. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's quite all right, ma'am. Uh, you know these things happen. I won't take it personally because Chauncey okay. is a professional. Uh, very <laughs> He's good. been training okay. for this his whole life. <laughs> Literally. Okay. Nesgrax is like rubbing, like you know, the area between his eyes, and he's saying, "Okay, I just want to make sure we're all on the same page here." Okay. Okay. We're saying that. Celeste was in the pool. The grate was somehow removed from the feeder tube that leads to the rest of the ocean. And a monster went in through the feeder tube, ripped up Celeste, and uh, escaped back down. Am I understanding this correctly? Is that our theory, our working theory? And the probability of that all was tweaked by that mysterious blue glow and humming. Mm -hmm. So the mysterious... Okay, so, so... this is probably a result of a wish, mm-hmm. you're saying. Ah, okay. Okay, great. Okay, great. Yeah, good one. Oh, no. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll take the credit. Sitar looks at you two and goes, Well, I suppose death is an escape, in a way, from one's life. Yeah, yeah. Could be. Could be. All right, let's go check out the kitchen and uh, talk to the, uh, the, uh, the you know, what, what Chauncey said. Let's do the, his thing. Yeah, it's very good, sir. Let me uh, show you over towards the kitchen. And he just gestures because it's directly opposite the swimming pool. It's right there. <laughs> Bye, Chauncey. Thank you. Thank you, Chauncey. You got some attitude since you got some, all right. <laughs> uh so yeah, I, I I say like okay, everyone still, could we please just stick together? We'll all go down into the kitchen together, please. Yes. Again, carrying the dead sack of potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Nesgrax, uh, a word perhaps, and Olive, you as well, and I pull you two aside. Tiffany mm-hmm. comes too. <laughs> yes, she's out. Um, perhaps, perhaps it would be best if. We speak to our friends in the kitchen alone. They do uh, have a thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, good, good, good point. Okay, all right. Uh, hey, everybody, new plan. <laughs> uh, 
Why don't you all go to the lounge? Uh, the three of us, sorry, four of us, including Tiffany, <laughs> will uh, will head down to the kitchen and we'll we'll grab the guys from the kitchen. Okay. Yes, that is a great plan. Let's check to make sure the lounge is unoccupied and then deposit our friends there. Okay, yeah. Okay, everyone, we'll lead you to the lounge. (laughs) (laughs) This way. Come on. Stick together. Well, it takes you about 12 seconds to walk (laughs) from the door of the kitchen (laughs) to the lounge. Uh, And here we are. (laughs) (laughs) The lounge is uh, empty. Uh, aside from maybe a, a half-drunk glass of water on the on the stage from Celeste's final performance, too soon. <laughs> mm, mm, you're right. Yeah, taken too soon. No, mm. <laughs> your joke was too soon. <laughs> oh, oh, the water. <laughs> Wait. No, joking about last acts and poor Celeste. Mm. I know it's, it's difficult. Anyway, uh, the lounge is empty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, everyone stay here. Um Olive stroke Tiffany and uh and Satara. Oh. Let's all Oh wait, no, you could just drop Tiffany here, I guess. Yeah. yeah, you don't need to bring her with you. I set her down. <laughs> Sorry, you two you two just seemed like like you know like you really grew attached to each other. Okay, <laughs> let's go. I wipe off my shoulder. Okay, uh so you want algae Chauncey and Klaus to stay in the the lounge as well as Tiffany. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so yep. on, on on your way out, then is uh, there a lock? Because with Rat missing, it seems kind of like whatever came for Celeste is still on board. So, is there a lock on the lounge door? Um, not really. It's just a a, a veil of beads. Oh, oh, God. It's very tacky. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we leave them here, then we're going to go look for Rot. We're going to find Rot dead. We're going to come back. We're going to find them dead. <laughs> okay. New plan, everyone. <laughs> uh, Olive, why don't you pick up Tiffany again? Oh, gosh. Yeah, uh, let's put him in a, a room with a lockable door or something. Yeah. Well, guy, I mean, look, we can all go down together. I'll talk to the guys in Orkish, right? Okay, we can have like a private conversation in Orkish. I'll relay anything that I find interesting to you guys. Does that sound good? Yep. That works as well. Okay. All right. Let's go, everyone. Field trip. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> in all once. Bob's along. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nickamoy's finest. <laughs> <laughs> Still kind of drunk. It's 3 a.m., right? Still yeah. very drunk. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you're heading back towards the kitchen then, after changing yep. your mind on everything. <laughs> okay, the kitchen is unlocked, but there is no one in there because it's 3 a.m. and even orcs need their sleep. Why, Chauncey, why did you tell us to come to the kitchen? <laughs> Anger. <laughs> well, if you... Excuse the impertinence, sir, but... Um, I was rather assuming that you would knock on the doors of the kitchen staff to wake them up so they could bring you downstairs to have a look at the grating. So when you said, like, let's go find the kitchen staff, you meant, like, go to their quarters to go wake them up? It is uh, 3 a.m., sir. Why didn't you say something while we were on the way down? Oh, man, they're so so upset because he deprived Nesgrax of his threesome and he... (laughs) 
but I'm it a, is. I'm a, I'm a, I would say I'm a little bit frustrated at this point with a lot of things, okay? <laughs> so it would be helpful if you could just help me, okay? We spent all this time. I said, we're going down to the kitchen, and you just kept silent this whole time. Oh, no. We'd, Very well, sir. Johnson. I will recant my statement and speak thusly. Perhaps, okay. sir, we should retrieve the kitchen staff from their quarters... And then they will be able to take you downstairs to inspect the grating. Will that be to Sir's satisfaction? Yes, Chauncey. I would be very satisfied with that. Lead the way. Very well. Their quarters, he gestures, are right there. Sitara. Sitara, are they fighting over you? Sitara will be very happy when she realizes that. I just don't think she would realize. Aw. I'm going to give a... Finally, we're here. <laughs> can you <laughs> takes can two you please, steps? Finally, we're here. can you can you please help us, cool dudes? You hear a knockback of which you oh, you know in no. Orkish means new door who dis. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I knock back. That in Orkish means it's Nesgrax open, please. <laughs> uh, you get a knockback, which is. Oh, Celeste would have loved this so much. She would have sung along. <laughs> uh, which loosely translates to okay. <laughs> um, the door opens uh, which of the brothers would you like I want to talk to Bog Bog okay yeah Bog, Bog comes to the door and goes oh if it isn't my friend how can I help you sir hey Bog sorry I'm used to I'm used to calling people sir nowadays um, what can I call it's you it's cool dude okay cool yeah don't worry I'm, I'm speaking in orcish yeah, by the way yeah I got that okay Okay, so Bog, uh, we need some help. Okay, all right. Uh, we just we just found a chopped up body, uh, you know, like a like a dismembered person, Celeste, to be more specific, in the pool. Uh, also, the grate that leads to the feeder tube is is missing. So we're sort of working on the theory that maybe like a monster came up from the feeder tube and and oh, ate her no. up and you know spat her out and everything. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, <laughs> you're telling Celeste. So, do you uh, do you think you could help us with this? We need to sort of investigate um, what might have happened to the grate, if anyone is is uh, you know may have tampered with it or anything like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can we can certainly help with that. But however, and he, and he kind of looks furtively around everyone. Um, I'm not sure this is gonna look great on. Uh, my brother and I. What, what do you mean? When we're not in the kitchen, we like to go down into the cargo hold where the feeder tube is. That grating can be removed to, you know, allow access to the, 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 the ocean. And uh, when we don't want to be bothered, we go fishing down there. And we were doing that ah. last night after the, after the, um, the meal. 
and uh-huh. I I'm not sure whether we put it back or not. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Because okay. I mean, to be honest, we had a couple of drinks, so we weren't in the best of minds. But I mean, we we like. I'm I'm ninety five percent sure we put it back, but I can't say for certain. Okay, okay, I gotcha. Yeah. So right. if like um, some famous singer is dead because of that, that's not gonna look good on us. So you you got to help us out, man. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You look, dude. I uh, I, I I'll I'll, uh, I'll 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 figure something out. Why don't Why don't you do this? Why don't you go back in, close the door, okay, uh-huh. and um. I'll 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 cover for you, okay? Okay, thanks, man. Can I do an insight? I want to do an insight check. I never do this. Oh yeah, go for it. Go for it. Ooh, nice. Eighteen. Oh yeah, yeah. He is like one hundred percent sincere of, and he is very worried that okay. A he might lose his job. B he might get arrested for call, like accidentally causing the death of quite a famous singer. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so not looking good I, for him. No. Okay, so I say, okay, Bog. All right, chill, bud. Okay, okay. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll explain everything to everyone. Uh, I, I'll, I'll make sure that you, you, you guys are, are cool. Okay. Okay. Just... Well, what? How about, how about what I can do is uh, I, I can take you down there, and then we can just have a look mm-hmm. at it because it might not have been like us because. If we'd put it back, then we would have done it properly. We'd have put the screws back and everything. If it wasn't us, then they might not have been quite as careful oh, with it. Okay. They might have just like, uh, ripped it off or something. I don't know. Well, yeah, good good thinking. Okay. Uh, yeah, why don't we go check it out? And, uh, you know, if it's looking bad for you guys, then I'll, I'll figure something out, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I appreciate it, man. Okay. I appreciate it. It's- okay. Okay, so I turn to everybody. I say I'm in common. Hey everybody, uh, Bog here, whose English is common, is uh, is pretty poor. So <laughs> he's asked me to translate. Uh, yeah, yes, me no speak the common. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, Bog here is saying that um, uh, he's he's more than happy to show us down into the area where the grate normally is and uh, to help us in any way that he possibly can. And he feels horrible about the circumstances in which he's being asked to do this. Yes, me show you place where very good is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, Olive thinks he's adorable. <laughs> So come on, everyone. Let's go check out. Uh, let's let's follow Bog. Klaus pipes up and goes, "What about uh, Rot? Uh, we, you you did say oh. we were going to go look for him. Yeah, because uh, he he point. went off to uh, make a sandwich and never came back. You know, oh, remember yeah, that? Check the kitchens for him. Good point. Good point. Uh, I I say to Bog in in Orkish, uh, Bog, do you did you see Rot? We think he might have come down to the kitchens at some point in the night." I mean, it doesn't ring a bell, but uh, I mean, we we keep the kitchen locked at night because you know sometimes the the, the big fat dude gets um, gets hungry in the middle of the night, so we've got to keep it locked to stop him eating everything in sight. So, uh, uh, wow. So what was the door unlocked? <laughs> My uncle uh, was the door unlocked when we went came down to the kitchen. I think it was. Yeah, it was. Oh, mm-hmm. we didn't have to unlock it. Good. I was leading the way. Mm-mm. What do you mean? Wait, so it was meant to be you, locked. Y- 
you normally lock the kitchen yeah. door. It was unlocked. We were able to get. I see. I see. I see. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, hey, you know what? It's probably best if we get your brother involved. Um, not the sick one, you know. Yeah. Not Nog. Yeah. Og. Although from the yeah. from the knocks he's been uh, sent him our way, he does seem to be getting better. So so thank you, <laughs> oh. uh, your friend for oh, that for me. Great, great, good. Yeah, happy for him. Okay. All right, let's get Og. Uh, Bog just kind of bangs on 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 the wall of a. <laughs> Uh, which in Orkish obviously means uh, get up, we got stuff to do. <laughs> and then uh, you get a knock back of, which means, okay, I'm on my way, give me a second to put some clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> and then a moment later, Og appears at his door and goes, what happened? Uh, I say in Orkish, uh, Og, someone got killed in the pool, we think it, uh, was a monster who swam up through the feeder tube when the grate was missing. Uh, we're also looking for a route he's missing. The kitchen was left unlocked. Um, we we need to see if, if it was your guys' fault that the grate was missing um, or not, and we need to try to find route. Oh, no, those are most difficult circumstances indeed. Yes, of course we'll help. Um, has Bog explained to you uh, the workings of the feeder tube yet? Um, not in detail, no. Okay, not a problem. Not a problem. We'll, we'll uh, pop downstairs and show you how it goes. Um, are we going now, or is there anything else we need to? Uh, you know, uh, and no, he looks over your shoulder and goes, "Is that kitchen door unlocked?" Uh, yeah, kitchen door was unlocked. Yeah, mm. that's meant to stay locked uh, overnight. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've been told. Hmm, it's probably worth investigating. <sighs> I'm so sad. I'm so sad that Olive can't hear this, or else she would really suspect Nog. But, uh... Oh. Oh, well. <laughs> can't hear this. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> All right. Do you relay any of this to <laughs> yeah, us? Yeah, yeah, because you've been speaking entirely in Orkish so far. Yeah. We're all just sitting there like... Well, I want to I I tell you what he's saying, but I also don't want to get them in trouble yeah. if it was their fault if they if it was just an accident i don't want to get them in trouble so um so uh yeah so mm. i i want to I, I do want to i want to keep it to myself okay uh so, so I, 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 I i say to everybody okay guys th- these these two are going to show us down to where the feeder tube is and you know we'll we'll see what happened and we'll see if we can find route along the way okay could we go and look for my brother first? Because you know, we said you said you said we'd go do that. I'm, I'm getting kind of worried now. Well, Klaus, where do you think he could be? Okay, we've been all over the ship. <laughs> Come on. Yes, let's go this way to look for him. You, I mean, he, he went off to go get a sandwich. I don't know. Maybe he's in the kitchen. We just checked there. We checked the kitchen. Uh. Fine. Everyone, look around the kitchen. See if you can find a piece of route. <laughs> can we roll? In, can I roll an investigation? Yes, you can. Kitchen. Please do. Can we all roll? Please. Let's all roll. Can I roll perception? Yeah. Investigation, perception. <laughs> okay. Whatever you fancy. I, I got a three investigation. Uh, for investigation, that's a 16. 17 for perception. Okay. Uh, Nesgrax. You you mostly just spend the time um, playing uh, patty cakes with uh, the orcs. 
All right. Hey, uh, you guys are good at this. Yeah. You, you figure out like a, a rudimentary drumming circle while uh, the other two are actually doing some investigating. Uh, okay. But Sitara and Olive, you both notice that there are signs that someone has been making a sandwich. So there's breadcrumbs around the place. There's some chopped lettuce. Um, and there are, if you notice them, some very fine flowery footprints that lead towards the walk-in freezer. Mm. I did write down that there was a walk-in freezer in the kitchen. Satara <gasps> goes and opens the freezer. It's not a pretty sight. There's a, a, a very no. cold, uh, a very lifeless-looking rot uh, lying there. Wait, 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 wait. It's been like... An hour. <laughs> it, did he freeze to death? That would require a medicine check. All right, I'll, I'll roll, roll a medicine, medicine check. check too. Oh no! I, I'll play oh, patty no. cake. <laughs> Five dirty twenty. Okay. Nice. Oh, thank God. Satara. It seems to have been a combination of things, partially of the the freezing because it is very cold in there because uh, there are like hunks of meat just hanging up from the ceiling but also as you as you open the door to the uh, freezer there's like a rush of air that seems to flood from the kitchen into the uh, the walk-in freezer from this you deduce that perhaps it was uh, vacuum sealed so there's no air the freezer was vacuum sealed he died not of cold, but of breathlessness. Asphyxiation. Yeah. Yes. I'm not even going to try. Cause it's I a fun word. Up in my mouth. <laughs> what, what is that in an adverb? Prop that door open right now. Um, <laughs> Sorry. So perhaps not a monster of the sea. Maybe he saw the monster, tried to hide in the freezer, and then discovered the vacuum seal. Oops. <laughs> well, I don't know. Klaus did say he's getting stuck in things a lot. Oh, oh my god! He sort of foreshadowed this. This could be... He did. Uh, speaking he did. of Klaus, uh, he uh, walks over to see what's been going on. And upon seeing uh, Rot, he kind of run. He runs over to his cousin, kneels down, and goes, No... No, Rot. No, of all the things you could get locked in. Why this? Why this? I, I say... Oh, this is kind of terrible. I say, I'm, I'm sorry, Klaus. I, 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 I'm so sorry. He didn't deserve to go out this way. No, 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 no one does. Um, oh, but what will become of like, the, char the charity? I mean, his, his whole life was for the, the Heinz Helps Orphans charity. I mean, what will the HHO do without him? <laughs> I'm sure they'll live on somehow. He's like going crazy, like biting his tongue. Like you can see his eyes just like popping out of his head, just like trying not to say anything. Oh, we should we should probably put him somewhere somewhere safe. Uh, where did you put? Where did you where did you put Celeste? I think I left her in the kitchen, right? When I brought her to 
Left her in the kitchen. It's in the, the room that you <laughs> guys. Kitchen. It was in, yeah. Were you the room kitchen? that you guys like uh, banged in because I went and got her corpse, right? And then. Well, her corpse was like a million pieces. Kind of still in the lounge then. Yeah. Well, no. Let's. I mean, come on. If she was in pieces, right? Like we're talking like yeah. multiple pieces. So I mean, not not, not like a huge number of pieces. So there was like one like oh. fairly large hunk, but say about uh-huh. from mm. um, like part of a. F- this is going to get a bit graphic. So yeah, um, so it. part of it, like the side of her face down to maybe her kind of mid torso was kind of missing. So there was like one big chunk missing. Listeners, he's demonstrating. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, quite a lot of uh, vital organs missing. Uh-huh. But there's still, like, one fairly large uh-huh. chunk of body. So, you know, so, uh, something you can definitely identify as Celeste. But there was uh-huh. just one large chunk of uh, flesh missing. Question. What was she wearing? Not a lot. Good question. Um, so, Naked? No, we'll, we'll, we'll say um, um, a rather... Um, a uh, fashionable one-piece bathing suit because she'd okay. gone for a swim. Hmm. Okay. Okay. It wasn't like she was wearing a ball gown. Not in the water, no. And then it would it wouldn't make sense for her to be in no. the, in the water. Yeah. Okay. Or pajamas. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. What is Rot wearing? A dressing gown quite similar to Klaus's. Oh, does he have the little hat on? Um, no, that's fa- that's fallen off. Aww. Now it's lying quite oh, sadly. No. Next to him. Can Satara do a nature check just to see if she's ever heard of, read about creatures that, like, shapeshift from the sea? Oh. Yes, you can. That's a whole new level of paranoia for (laughs) Olive right there. (laughs) Nature. Ooh, that's an 18. Well, you've observed um, quite a few different sea monsters in your time. Um, notably stuff like uh, krakens and lots of merpeople-related incidents. But there's nothing that seems to be that level of bitey slash um, aware enough to lock someone in a freezer. Cool, cool. Um, So she kind of looks at Nesgrax and Olive and says to the group, perhaps while you all gather his body, I suppose, and head towards the lounge. Can I speak with you two for a moment? Yeah. 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 I set down <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> uh, perhaps our investigation, we could be a little more forward? We We could just ask and see how they react if we just ask- accuse them. What? Of- At- all ask right. what? Ask if they're yeah. shape-shifting monsters. Yes, and ask if they killed them. All right, let's All do right. it. Uh, <laughs> certainly a novel way of... <laughs> Wait, you just want to ask the whole group at once? Uh, no, no. You want to, uh, like, interrogate each person? Yes. Okay. I think we could make quite the good cop, bad cop, neutral cop team. Hmm. Yeah, Tiffany first. Oh, yes. Perhaps we should wake her. <laughs> she might be dead. <laughs> no. I have No, she's not dead. She's just... She smells... Well, 
Yeah, she might be. (laughs) (laughs) No, she's been breathing out her drunk breath on my shoulder all this time. Yeah, Tiffany's okay. (laughs) Okay. uh, Sitara, like, talks to the group and says, and says, we are going to the lounge. And on the authority, and mind you, she is bullshitting her way through this. Um, On the authority of the Raven Queen and the Fire-Breathing Kittens Guild, we shall commence interrogation? Yes. And just starts leading him up to the lounge. (laughs) Sure, that sounded good, yeah. Algae perks up and goes, yes, international waters! I'm in charge here! Oh god. Mm. Nesgrax. Yeah. Give your uncle more alcohol. I think, you know, uh, we could just pretty much ignore him right <laughs> if it comes to it i'll i'll put it i'll cast sleep on him <laughs> yeah, yeah do that <laughs> okay but yeah i think he's down with us i think he's down with the whole interrogation thing he just wants to sort of oh right right you're in charge sir of course he wants to flex a little bit yeah I, i'm in charge of the boat i'm international waters therefore i am in charge around here and go and do that cheers Sweet. Uncle Elchie, yeah. Thumbs up all round. <laughs> Jump cut to us and Tiffany. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, how do we want to do this? So we want to, like, be in a room alone with Tiffany, the three of us and Tiffany. Yes. Okay, and she's awake. I slap her on the yeah. cheek. Girl, satyr girl, wake up. S- slap a bit harder. <laughs> uh... Uh, yeah, she, she, she wakes up rather groggily. And uh, but she's like, "Oh, hey, girl, mm. give my head. Oh, oh, that hurts. Mm. How's it going? Pretty good. How are you? Yeah, mate. Um, <laughs> what are we doing here? Come on. I'm seeing if she cracks. Shit. <laughs> if she acts uncomfortable, I'll know she killed people. All right. <laughs> Shh. <Sorry. laughs> I whispered to you. Sorry. Sorry." Hey, so like, oh my gosh, did you know I heard that Sitara and Chauncey... (gasps) I start gossiping with Tiffany. I do an insight check to see if Tiffany looks uncomfortable. Okay. And this is a topic that she enjoys, so the only reason for her to be uncomfortable is if she's hiding the fact that she murdered at least one person. 18. Okay, uh, she enthusiastically engages in the gossip often reacting like, oh my god, and like, I knew it. Um, but there's nothing to suggest that she had any part in any uh, murderous activity, um, bearing in mind that she got blackout drunk, uh, you carried her back to her bed, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> she remained in that position until you woke her up. Uh, although somehow managed to get glitter on her. But such is the way of drunk people. I think the monster was there in her room and put glitter on her and she, like, lived through it. So I'm just glad she's still alive. I'm going to, like, tell you guys that personally, based on my history with her, she's not that great of an actress. (laughs) She thinks she is. Her dad tells her she is, but she's not. And so I don't think she could hide that she killed people. I think she's clear. Can I just... I just want to ask her one question. Tiffany, when you wished in the wishing well... You wished for your father to love you, is that right? Yeah. First of all, I know where you're coming from. Second of all, 
Is there any way that you could know if that had come true? I mean, like, not now. I mean, I'm on a boat, right? Yeah. Do you have any idea why you were covered in glitter overnight? My diary has got like a glitter bomb um, thing. So if you open it um, without putting the password in, then it suits glitter everywhere. So I might have just accidentally set that off. You wait. I do you are you? Or maybe someone read my diary. Yeah. I don't know. It's all a bit of a blur. So you're saying either you covered yourself in glitter or someone came in and read your diary and mistyped the passcode and got (laughs) glitter all over you. Okay, good to know. Thanks. Is there anything specific in your diary that someone else on this boat might want to have access to? I mean, I mean, I've got my daddy's uh, like... Uh, bank information because I I need that occasionally. Yeah, but yeah, that's sort of important. Yeah, could be that. Tiffany. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's a normal thing for a girl to have in a diary. Yeah. I mean, I guess it makes sense. You're a you know, you need that information yeah. somewhere. You've got it in a passcoded thing. Okay. So wait a second. Hold on. Just back up one second. Are you saying that someone put the passcode in incorrectly? Mm-hmm. Was still able to able to open the diary. I mean, it was like a cheap thing from the market, you know. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Great. So, so not so secure then. It's not amazing, but the idea is that you know the glitter um, just blows up in someone's face, and you can tell who who opened it. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun. Hmm. Did any did it, did anyone <laughs> know that your father's bank details were in the diary? On this, on this yacht. I mean, I don't know. Um, I mean, one of the... You know, that raven dude was uh, talking to me before you got here. Wait, which one? There's two. Um, mm, just Klaus. The, the raven queen nude. That's Klaus. Yeah. Oh, is there only... Oh, I thought they were both this, like with the same thing. Okay. So Klaus, oh, he was talking with you and you told him about the bank details? Yeah. Uh, not specifically. I just told him that, um, you know, I, I kept my, like my life in the diary and um, like my daddy brought me out, like got me the ticket and that he was, you know, a big banking whiz. And, you know, I was just talking about my life, you know, and, you know, I'm, I might have let slip something, but, you know, was a, there was a lot of lot of alcohol there. I don't I don't really know myself. OK, OK. All right. Thank you very much for your time. And for the range of accents that you've provided us with. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> if, if you couldn't tell, like, like, um, like, American teen girl is by far my weakest accent. <laughs> <laughs> Any sentence that does not start with, hey girl, oh my god, is <laughs> going to be dodgy like at a, best. A touchstone. Yeah. yeah. The only way to get better at accents is to be bad at That's accents. Right? right? Yep. Very Perhaps good. we should talk to Klaus next? Yeah, I think we need to talk with Klaus, yeah. <sighs> we lift Tiffany. Can she walk now? Uh, Yeah, I mean, she's she's going to be a bit shaky on her feet, but yeah, I reckon she can probably walk by now. I, I, I say feet, I mean hooves. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
There's a chair in the lounge, Tiffany. Uh, she she clips over to it. <laughs> are we in our own room, or where are we? Did we decide? I thought you set up in the lounge, right? Oh, okay. Yes. So we're we're all in the lounge, but we're off to the, like the side of the lounge where the others can't hear us. Yeah, I mean there are some sofas if you want to use those. Otherwise, there are some bar stools. Um, okay. Can we interview people in one of our bedrooms? Yeah, if you like. All right. So who's next, you guys? Klaus. Yeah, Klaus. Klaus. Yeah. Would you mind uh, accompanying us to? Um, uh, I don't. We don't want to go to Sitara's bedroom. <laughs> Uh, why don't you come to my bedroom? <laughs> oh, he was jealous. Sitara, I told you. <laughs> no, no, no. I just, uh, it's not jealous. Just sort of like, you know, untrusting of what I'm, what we're all going to come in contact with if we walk in there. <laughs> Perhaps. Um, and Sitara at this point has taken off like her jacket. So her full scary display of tattoos is glowing and her kitten kind of growls at people to try to be scary and i don't think the kitten's very scary but it's very cute does klaus like that like he's a raven queen like don't you have raven queen tattoos like yes i do and he's a raven queen worshiper so man she's taking down all the guys on this boat one by one (laughs) (laughs) right you're covered in raven queen tattoos Mm -hmm. right yes like yeah so i am all right klaus He looks um, more more respectfully at them. Like you did a good job. Two weeks in, uh, two weeks in the religion, and you've already gotten your tattoo as well. Someone, <laughs> someone's devout. Perhaps question, Klaus, your brother, who seems to be, well, I'm not going to mince meat. Um, no, gosh, no. <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> oh, 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 no. Oh. Um, did you kill your brother? Well, I mean, I mean, cousin, he was my cousin. cousin. But no, of course not. Why would I? <laughs> why? Why would I kill my cousin? Well, I mean, the Raven Queen, or perhaps I don't know, money, drugs, love. Uh, take your pick. No, he was—he was a charity worker. His. His work meant a lot to him. I mean, you know, there wasn't a lot of money in it at all. And, you know, I wouldn't kill him for, you know, religious purposes because, you know, the Raven Queen has her own way of doing things. You know this. I say to Klaus, Klaus, what did you wish for when you wished in the wishing well? I just, I wished to be closer to my gods. And do you know, would you have any way of knowing if that has come true? Well, I imagine she would speak to me, which has not happened just yet. But okay. I still remain hopeful. Would you mind... Um, it's a little awkward, but uh, we have to be thorough. Could you um, disrobe? Whoa, I, I will leave the room. <laughs> we, we, yeah, we can... If you, if you, if you don't want yeah, to do it... I'm in, stand. Actually, I kind of want to be in the room with you when you do it. <laughs> <laughs> I... I it's nothing, it's nothing. I mean, can I ask why? Well, you know, there's a piece of evidence that uh, we're, we're attempting to find, and it would just really put all of our minds at ease if you could just disrobe for us. Listeners, it's glitter. Yeah. You can't escape glitter. Yes. 
Once glitter has touched you, it follows you forever. Exactly, yes. <laughs> but um, Olive knows this and wants to leave the room and stand in the hallway and watch for giant monsters, I guess. Yeah. Sure. Satara, are you coming with? Oh, no. Satara is sitting there, like, flipping her dagger. <laughs> She's threatening. Okay. Right. Nice. Good luck, Klaus. Sorry, extenuating circumstances. Bye. <laughs> I mean, okay. I mean, if if this all yeah. you know, um, you know, get rid of the suspicion because I I don't know, I don't want people to think I'm a murderer. I mean, we already get a bad rap for worshiping the Raven Queen. I don't want you know this to be tied to anything. That's just that's just bad PR. No, so, we don't. We 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 don't want to tarnish your reputation we just have to be thorough so so that's yeah, part of, okay okay part of the if 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 yeah. that is uh, what you wish then i i will indeed uh disrobe uh so yeah uh <laughs> klaus uh starts taking uh his little uh night cap off uh sets it aside then starts unbuttoning his night shirt yes uh, are you quite sure? i mean I mean, I've he- I heard some weird noises from the lounge, uh, like earlier. Was that, like, is this that sort of thing, or I'm I'm confused. Yeah, yeah, it's all sort of interrelated. Okay, continue. So uh, but less finished- sexily. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if I can do that. It's distracting. <laughs> I'm so not there. Uh, so Klaus not finishes uh, taking his. Uh, nightshirt off and if it helps there is no glitter on him uh oh weird okay i i want to investigate his clothes really he's not guilty of that oh well he's well he's those two are sitting there like doing that and satara's like flipping her knife she's kind of thinking through because she's like he keeps saying we get a bad rap but nobody has ever said anything to me and i think she's coming to the realization i must be very scary because Nobody said anything. Hmm. Um, <laughs> I, I rolled a nine to, oh. to, to investigate his clothes, yeah. Uh, really? Nesgrax yeah. after all that? Yeah. Well, there's there, oh. there's no... I will Wait, say there, there's no glitter on the clothes. Isn't Satara there too? You, get, okay. you give it a sniff for some reason, and he looks at you like you're weird. Uh-huh. <gasps> you're very weird. Satara rolled a six. Oh, <laughs> oh darn it. She's very distracted by thoughts of her being scary. Yeah. Um, you, and uh, you're just all a bit distracted because he's surprisingly buff. I mean, some priests I've met have been relatively um, buff, so I'm not surprised. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's just all stand here for a moment and really take this in. Uh, Satara calls out, Olive, we need the next person. Um, hold on, just, just gotcha. hold, belay that order. <laughs> That's great. Right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yes, put your clothes back up. Oh, oh, okay, um, is there anything I can do to help? Because I would really like to catch the person oh, who killed so my cousin. there's so many things, but no, just, no. But, <laughs> yes, just do, get to go about your business. Thank you. Oh, okay, okay. I, I will go back to the, the lounge if that's okay, I mean... Uh, I need to uh, say some words for my cousin. I'll escort the Vidalkin. I escort Klaus back, and who do you want me to bring? I've got uh, Uncle Algy, Og, and Bog. I think it's time. What about and Chauncey? Chauncey. We can check Chauncey for glitter. I mean, yeah. Did I see glitter? Did Satara <laughs> see glitter? Yeah. Satara would know. You, you, you saw a lot, uh, but glitter was not one of them. <laughs> hmm. 
Uh-huh. So Sitar relays huh. that. And she, um, perhaps, I say perhaps a lot. Um, maybe we bring in Chauncey and your uncle? Uh, okay, I do that. Yeah. I go and get Uncle Algie and I tell him that as the most important person on this boat, it's time for his interview. Ah, yes, quite right. Was this for a a newspaper? (laughs) I think I was told something about uh, (laughs) that previously. Is that what you... No, you're the dinner party... Uh, Sorry, I I keep mixing my days up. These days at sea, you know, these tough times ahead and all that. (laughs) Anyway, we were going downstairs, right? You keep saying tough times. I don't think you know what that means. <laughs> yes. I direct yeah. you into the room with my friends. Okay. Um, he, he'll sit down in the chair, uh, looking a little uncomfortable because it's not big and throne-like. Uh, but that's just personal preference. As he fluffs his clothes out to sit down on the throne, and you know how like when people have really fancy robes or a big ball gown, they like swoosh the dress to sit down without Mm -hmm. squishing on it. I want to see if any glitter flies out. I tried. I tried. (laughs) Six. Uh, Does anyone else want to... (laughs) (laughs) We do an investigation. Uh, 17. Investigation or perception, your choice. Oh, if it's perception, it is 19. Okay. Uh, Sitara, Um, just as Algy sits down, the other two don't quite catch it, but there is a um, as he fluffs his um, rather swanky um, dressing gown out, uh, you do catch a slight flash of what looks <gasps> like uh, some rather gaudy pink glitter. Sitara walks over, um, and I guess she kind of like nods at Nesgrax and Olive, and she walks over. And she grabs him by his lapels and shoves him against a wall. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you doing? What sort of interview is this? An interview with a murderer, perhaps. What? You killed. Or you... How old is Tiffany? Uh, we are both... Adults, yes. 23 years old. Um, yeah. You were snooping through someone's diary. Under, under, um, I, I beg your pardon? You were snooping through somebody's diary. And um, um, what evidence would you have of this? The glitter. What 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 glitter are you talking about? On your nightgown. Tell me what happened, and tell me what happened with Celeste. Ah. Uh, and maybe I won't hurt you. Look, look, it's, it's all a, uh, it's all just a, a misunderstanding. Um, um, I. I Look, uh, um, uh, Tiffany's father and I—we've been uh, friends for such a such a long time—and he's uh, recently been making some uh, mm, rather bad decisions on the on on the markets. He's um, lost quite a lot of money, and I didn't want to uh, see him lose any more. So I uh, just wanted to have a look and. Um, uh, see whether I could um, provide any assistance uh, if I um, knew his uh, uh, banking arrangements, then I could perhaps uh, steer his money into a more uh, prosperous account. Um, as for Celeste, I have no idea how um, she died. Um, I, I, I'm 
dreading the conversation I'll have to have with her um, her agent. Um, I mean, she was very much uh, one of uh, the most profitable singers um, uh, in Nicomore. And ever since that uh, yarn spinner disappeared, there's <laughs> been... <laughs> hate that guy. No one quite like her, and she made him a lot of money. Can I please do an insight check on the buff tuxedo-wearing tiefling named Chauncey to see if he, like, how he reacts to his boss being this way? Wait, is Chauncey? Oh, yeah, Chauncey's there with us, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he's listening to his boss confess to financial, shall we say, malfeasance. Um, That's an eight. I'm distracted by his (laughs) biceps, I guess. (laughs) How do those fit in the suit? (laughs) It was a 13 for Sitara to see if um, Algy was telling the truth. Okay. Um, for uh, Sitara's role, um, Algy was... Um, I mean, most... You, you think, like, in broad strokes, telling the truth. Like, he tried to make it look a lot uh, more favorable towards himself than it perhaps was. Um, and you think maybe he's not telling you the entire truth, but you don't necessarily think it could um, lead to murder. She puts him down and walks over to Chauncey and she says, Chauncey, darling, you didn't kill Celeste, did you? Oh, my. This is a couple's moment. She's like running her finger up his chest. I'm <laughs> oh, like, <dear>. <laughs> um, I'm afraid um, the terms of my employment forbid me from uh, talking about any arrangements, but no, I did not um, commit murder upon this property. Oh, this is getting so intimate. I lead Nesgrax and Uncle Algy and myself out of the room so Satara can really ask him. <laughs> so it's a dirty 20 for insight to see if he's lying. Also, Nesgrax, this is your room. It's not my fault. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh. It's a dirty 20 to see if he's lying. Like, just if she can tell from talking to him. I mean, maybe, but he's just so buff. (laughs) And then it's, and so then she takes her knife and she slams it into the wall. And now she's threatening. And it's a 17 to threaten, to intimidate. And she says, look, you know, are you lying to me? What do you know? Okay, we, we've just found Chauncey's line. He's not into that. <laughs> it's like, uh, ma'am, um, I'm afraid I must ask you to desist uh, threatening the staff. Um, as you will have seen from the sign when you walked in, we do not tolerate that sort of behavior. Um, and any further breach could lead to you being asked to leave the premises, uh, much as it would... Um, hurt me personally. I feel like under some kind of magic spell. This is the player asking, not Sitara. <laughs> this is the player, like, mumbling out loud. Uh, she st- steps back and she says, fine. We need... I suppose you can leave now. And then pops her head out and says, he knows nothing. All right. Uh, no, now, now that's over. Um, do we really need to leave this room? No, you can go in the other room for that. <laughs> you, you can go. The Sitara's room is already sullied. 
Enjoy. <laughs> I'm just relieved he doesn't want to dump her over that. Okay, good. Before, before my uncle walks away or anything or we lead them back, I just want to say to him, Uncle Algie, Scotsbrush to Scotsbrush. Yes, my boy. I feel like you're telling mostly the truth. When you say you've fallen on hard times, what do you mean? Well, you know, it's, uh, I mean, you know, it's difficult for us Scotsbrush boys. Um, I mean, I mean, as far as I've heard, you know, with your issue with um, being exiled and um, your financial difficulties, um, I suppose you could probably relate. Um, you know, it's, um, honestly, I've made some bad calls on um, certain investors um certain ships have gone down where perhaps they shouldn't have done and uh-huh. okay so you and, have actually fallen on hard times yes um yeah and and you didn't want to help tiffany's father did you <sighs> not really no um no i thought maybe if i could um take the, that money that i could um reinvest it into more profitable enterprises as as i said that was true but then i could perhaps put that money back and then keep the remainder for myself and uncle did you make a wish in the wishing well i don't think he did um he i mean uh dm speaking he uh wished for that suckling pig oh yeah that's right but, mm-hmm. yeah okay but he'll say so that came true. But he'll say uh, oh i I've, I've made many wishes in that well Ever since I, I got it, um, it gave me um, what I have now. It gave me this uh, this ship. Uh, it gave brought Chauncey to me. It, um, I mean, it led me to you to um, in the market. I was, um, I, I wished for something to um, guide me in the right direction. But so, uncle, uh, yes. Have any of your wishes not come true? Hmm. I mean, only the the big ones, you know, like uh, having a uh, an easy life, having riches beyond compare. You know, those sorts of big ones that take a long time to sort out. I understand, Uncle. I have one last question. I th- believe. Have you ever seen Kevin? Who's Kevin? Uh, sorry, he might go by Nog. Ah, Nog. Yes, yes. He's a wonderful boy. Um, was struck down by Dragonpox not so long ago. Uh, we've kept him in have, his room to stay, uh, stay safe. Have you, have you, have you actually seen him with the Dragonpox? Well, no. But I mean, is that relevant at all? Well, it could be. Well, the boys Guys. and uh, Chauncey told me that. Um, he was looking fluish and had uh, big red boils on his skin. And Chauncey looked... told you this. Well, yes, but um, Og and Bog confirmed it. Well, <laughs> well, they they confirmed it in their own own way, which was um, mostly grunts, if I'm honest. Guys, I think we need to. <laughs> Guys, where's Kevin? <laughs> In his room. Let's go check. (laughs) To Kevin's room. Okay. Should we check the grate first to see if it was ripped open? The direction of the grate exploding could tell us if something like boarded the ship, you know, um, 
So just some options. I'm totally willing to do whatever you guys want to do. Just um, if we want to check the great, if we want to check on Kevin, I like those both. And we also could still interview. Uh, that was everyone. Oh, wait, no. Og and Bog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we did find the glitter person already. Yeah. Um, no scratch, my boy. Um, when when mm-hmm. you have a moment, could I um, speak to you in private? Um Seeing as uh, yeah. I, I, you know, we're, we're on level uh, terms at the moment, there's there's um, an opportunity I'd like to discuss with you uh, further. Uh, okay, but o- uh, only on, only when you have a moment. If you've got um, some further investigations to perform, then please do that first. This um, this yeah. this nasty business um, seems to take priority. Yeah, I think um, I'm going to go check out the um, possible. Murder suspect <laughs> before I engage in what sounds like a Ponzi scheme. So let's. Uh, what, what do you think, guys? Guys, okay. We. I want to huddle up. Huddle up, guys. Huddle up. All right. I'm hoping. Okay. Look, I think we can cut this off at the pass here. I'm pretty sure this Kevin guy is not on the up and up. If you know what I mean. You're a dragonborn, though. So if you check on him, won't you die? If he actually has the dragon pox. Maybe Satara, who's not going to die, should check on him. Good call. Yeah, so (laughs) I should go and check on Kevin. You two should go check the grate. Well, I'll stand outside the Kevin contagious. They're fairly close to each other, aren't they? So you could hear if something goes terribly wrong. Yeah, I suppose. Let me rephrase. One of these is going to attack us. So let's be together. That's (laughs) that's smart. (laughs) Okay. Let's Um so I'll stand outside the dragon pox distance while you check on Nog. Okay. Because I don't know how it affects crocodiles. <laughs> I'm not a dragon, but <laughs> similar. Yeah. Too close for comfort. Still scaly. <laughs> yeah. Alright, let's go. Jump cut. Jump cut to <laughs> uh the door with a big red X on it. Is there any particular knock you'd like to Sitara doesn't know, like I I think Satara just goes and she's just like, did I do it right? Uh, You you hear a voice inside saying, you did what to my mother? (laughs) (laughs) Kevin? Yeah? Um, Can you open the door, please? I'm with the authorities. Yeah, I'm just recovering from um, an illness, but... I mean, I suppose I, I can. Um, hang on, let me get the door. Um, and you hear uh, a lot of like uh, locks clicking and shunting wood. And uh, eventually the door opens uh, to a half-orc uh, stood in the doorway. Satara kind of looks at him and is like, Cause, can I do an insight to see if he's actually like sick-sick? Um, you can do a perception for that if you want to look for physical perception. Um, clues. <gasps> yeah, that's only a seven. Uh, well, the good news is um, you know that um, the, uh, some of the symptoms for dragonpox, as described to you, were big red boils. Kevin does have a couple of like lumps on his skin, but they're not super red. They're a bit kind of like a bit more mottled. Uh, seem to be a bit older. Um, like like an insect bite. Okay. Um, Kevin, there's no nice way to say this, 
there's been a murder. There's been two murders, perhaps. Wait, what? Um, there's been one and a half murders. Um, perhaps, um, you don't have, like, some killer parasite virus, right? Like, I mean, I've been have I've been having the dragon pox, but ever since um, this potion got put through my door yesterday, it's gone a lot better. I mean, look at my look at my sores; they're like they're not even oozing anymore. It's amazing. Great. Um, can I do a Are you lying? Check is that insight? That's insight. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll give you the option of an insight or medicine check. <laughs> oh. Uh... Oh, they're both the same. So fifteen. Yeah, uh, both for for both of them. Um, yeah, he he seems like genuinely impressed that a potion has managed to like cut down uh, his infection. He's he's been in there for quite some time now, just getting uh, food posted through the door. So he, I should probably mention the room smelled really bad, <laughs> as you'd expect. Great. Um, I'm glad you're feeling better, Kevin. Uh, perhaps you should just still rest for now and she just kind of like shuts the door <laughs> um guys n- don't think it's him room smells like he hasn't left in weeks uh to the grate mm. yeah uh lock your door Nog. Yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> my conclusion from all of the previous everything is that there is a monster on board that ate celeste scared I guess scared Rot into locking himself into the vacuum-sealed freezer, which we should just take the door off. Mm. My solution to all of this is I want to be in the kitchen taking the door off the freezer altogether. The, the qu- a question. Oh, or maybe we can push the monster into the freezer. No. Yes. Yeah. No, good point. I, but we still, there's one question that remains, and it's who unlocked the kitchen door? Og and Bog were very clear that that door was to remain closed in the evening to prevent my gluttonous uncle from eating himself <laughs> to death. Yeah, that's a good question. Can you ask? knock on the door and just ask Kevin? Uh. No, that wasn't right. You have to... <laughs> you, you, <laughs> no, never mind. Just, yeah, just ask him. Uh, Kevin? Yeah? Who else has keys to the kitchen? Um, well, me, um... And my brother's, well, half step, is my brother's. Um, and then um, I think just Chauncey, maybe. I think there's probably a spare set somewhere. Um. <laughs> Everyone but Eldernoff on the entire boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically what, what this lady said. Um, pretty much everyone apart from uh, the boss, because he can't be trusted. Uh-huh. Great. Um, Sitara looks at you two and she says, "So I might have slept with a killer. Um, I'll process that later." No, we we checked him so many times. Mm. He's he's not the killer. Well, I mean, we checked him for glitter <laughs> and blood, and yeah, I mean, immediately after the murder, she disrobed him. So mm, yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, perhaps the great. In that room, I perhaps the killer could be down there trying to cover his tracks. Okay, yeah. yeah. Let's let's check out the grate, and then I have one more idea, okay? So, yeah, let's okay. go check out the grate. 
All right, the freezer is seriously bothering the player. <laughs> okay, let's let's <laughs> like, take the. It's unsafe. No, 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 no. The great, the great. Okay. But like, but like, I I need that freezer door off. <laughs> but keep going. We will fix it after we might have to use it for a trap. If we don't have to use it for a trap, we'll fix it. Yes. Perfect. Okay, so jump cut. Jump cut. Um, to the great. Okay. Uh, <laughs> With everyone, by the way, like I just want to point out we've got Og Bog. Uncle Algy, Chauncey, uh, not Celeste, uh, not Rats, but Klaus and Tiffany. Okay. Um, actually, in the kitchen itself, there's a trapdoor uh, which goes down to uh, the cargo hold of the ship. Oh, that's how the kitchen got unlocked. Oh. Mm. It came up and exited. Or not. Just keep yeah. going. Keep going. Uh, keep going. Yeah. There's a trapdoor <laughs> in the kitchen which leads to the bowels of the ship. As you climb down, it's pretty much total darkness in there. There's one small lantern hanging from the edge, so you can see um, crates which are strung up to the uh, ceiling with nets just to keep everything nice and dry. And then in the middle of the uh, the cargo area, there's a big circular, what seems to be a, a pillar about five feet wide, which you assume is the feeding tube um, for the pool. So that connects directly to the pool. Can I do a stealth check? Mm hmm. 15 to climb up on the nets and be on the ceiling more gecko like than crocodile like. <laughs> yeah, okay. I just want to be. No one ever looks up. So if you're going to hide, hide yeah. up yeah. behind some. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you climb up um, onto the. The ceiling towards the uh, the netted uh, crates, and there doesn't seem to be anything up there. You're um, almost blending into the the shadows, but it is very dark. Um, yes, uh, <laughs> thank you. But yeah, it doesn't seem to be um, too much up there. Um, you do see some uh, fishing equipment um, down on the floor. Seems to be quite recently used. Yeah, I'm looking for the great thing. The grate is hanging next... Well, not hanging. It's leaning up against um, the wall next to the fishing equipment. Mm -hmm. And Og and Bog are with us, aren't they? Uh, they can be if you've asked them to be, yeah. Uh, yeah, everyone's here. Except for Kevin. Yeah, so I say to Bog, like, Bog was... Yeah. I say in Orkish, Bog, was this you guys? He goes, oh, hang on, just give me... Uh, about six seconds to go and have a look. Uh, so he he walks over towards the fishing equipment and has a has a quick little look. Um, oh no! Oh no! I've seen. There's a movie Deep Blue Sea, and <laughs> oh, Samuel yeah. Jackson is standing in front of. <laughs> don't let him near there. <laughs> I mean, I can't say this because I'm hidden. <laughs> um, he inspects the fishing equipment, uh, has a look at the grate itself, and then. Um, Walks over towards the uh, feeder tube to just inspect uh, where the grate should kind of slot in. Keep going. And he he, he turns around to uh, look at you. Oh. And he says, "I'm sick and tired of these <laughs> grates." On this we are going to close. <laughs> It's a good movie, by the way. You I know, it. I love it, yeah. <laughs> uh, and he walks back towards you um, and says... Oh, okay. 
He's like, well, yeah, that's definitely been taken off, but doesn't seem to be. I don't think that was us because I can't find the screws anywhere. Where do you normally? Because they've, they've got screws to um, secure it in place, so it just doesn't accidentally come off. But I can't find the screws anywhere. Where Where do you normally put the screws? I'd probably um, put them back in the um, the the thread, the screw holder, because you take you mm. take those off, pull the grate out, put the screws back, so you don't lose them. That's that's basic. Mm. That's obvious. So whoever Someone took it off just didn't I either didn't think to put them back or just didn't think about the screws at all. So this was this was not us. This was someone else. Hmm. Okay. Well, I've got one more plan. We need to get to that wishing well and wish for an answer to this mystery. <laughs> I don't know why we didn't do this earlier. <laughs> I guess it was before before the mystery really started for us. So, yeah, let's go check it out. Come on, everyone. Um, let's go. What, what's up? Olive, you're making a noise. <laughs> okay, so if we close the grate, then the monster is stuck on the boat with us. But if we don't close the grate, then there can be a well, second monster. So do we, we close could, the grate We or could not? close the grate or, or not close the grate. We don't have the screws for the grate. Oh, yeah. Uh, perception check. Olive wants to try to find the screws to see if they're anywhere in the room. 13? Um, I, I, will, I will just say with that, um, you don't need the screws to um, put it back. That's just to stop it accidentally coming out during um, rough, we- rough, rough weather. So, you okay. know, if, if well, the boat kind of like flops around quite a lot, it might accidentally fall out. It's just a, just a safety yeah. thing. But you don't need them okay. to, you know, put it back. All right. Let, let's put the grate back in, because I'm telling you, we should trap this monster or oh, prevent okay. it from getting yeah. <laughs> you know, back in if it's already out. Right? Uh, let's fight it. Yeah. yeah all right. <laughs> we put the grate back in, and now it's time to systematically check. Gonna... This is one of those things where like, you're alone in your house, and it's late at night, and there's a door, and you're like, hmm, I should check it, but that means I have to open the door. So then you open the door really hoping that there's nothing behind the door. And in our case, there is guaranteed to be something behind one of these doors. <laughs> so let's go do the door game, but with a guaranteed. <laughs> I want to channel this. I want to channel this frustration into <laughs> into killing. So yeah, come on. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, you're still sexually yeah. frustrated from your lack of <laughs> lack of threesome. Right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So great in. Great in. Yep. Yeah. Great in. Let's go play the door game. Uh, before we do, can I check for footprints? Cut down the door game time. See if there's footprints conveniently leading to a door. That could be useful. Uh, that sounds like a survival check to me. Tends to be for tracking. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay, fifteen. Yeah, um, I mean, there are quite a lot of footprints around the place. Um, most of them seem to belong to the orcs. Um, they have very big feet. Um, but that's also just because they live down here. Um, there are some smaller, um, kind of, uh, boot tracks. You think maybe Chauncey. Um, they're very light footsteps. Um, I mean, there's quite a lot of traffic around the place. So you can't necessarily tell, um, if there's any... (laughs) particularly bloody footprints. I mean, most of the blood 
is probably coming from Olive right about now. <laughs> That's fair. Um, drip, 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 drip from the ceiling. <laughs> um, All right, let's go knock doors. Uh, on the on the way up, though, um, Algernoth just kind of like, um, you know, kind of uh, elbows uh, Nezgrax a bit and just goes, really, my boy, these people, they're not exactly very good at this, are they? We're doing our best, Uncle. I mean, I mean, like, I don't like, how I many... don't like the way you said these people. I mean, these two. My these, go up. these two other people. Yeah. No. Okay. But, fine. Sorry. I'm defensive. No. I'm frustrated. Us. <laughs> okay. Uh, but I mean, how many people need to die before they can find the person? You know. Well, only two have died. Yeah. Uh, really, only two people have died. Only and, two. Uh, only two people. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, and also doesn't seem like there was really any sort of way that we could have prevented. Uh, I mean. They could have I mean, I thought that was time, your job, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Aren't you, like, adventurers? No. Aren't you meant to save people, protect protect them? Yeah, yeah, sort of. We're, look, can can we just <laughs> keep moving? We've got some work to do, okay? Yeah, you know? but, <laughs> I mean, I mean do you, like, why do you even sign up with them if you don't seem to be... Well, it's a long story, but here it goes. I, I heard the first half <laughs> this morning. Um. <laughs> ah, that's what you've I'll, got. I'll, you I'll tell you later. Um, look, yeah, you know, we've we've got a plan. We're going to stick with it. So, you know, just follow along, please. Okay. We're nearly. I mean, I, 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 I mean, as I mentioned, I do have this opportunity that I think you'd be perfect for if you'd uh, can you tell rather. Can, can you tell me on the way? Hmm. I'd, I'd rather speak to you about that in private. Some of the details are a little um, sensitive. I'm very concerned he's going to murder you in that private room. Mm. <laughs> but Olive isn't there. <laughs> so. All right. Look, Uncle, uh, can we be quick about it? Yes. Yeah, I, I will be as quick as I can be. If you have uh, just your, your friends uh, wait outside, then we can talk in private without anyone... Um, barging in on us. How does that sound? Sure, Uncle. That sounds fine. <laughs> All right. Let's let's uh let's. Where, where were you thinking of here? Um, how about we go back up to my private parlor? There's uh, there's a lot of alcohol available. There's uh, chairs. It's very comfortable. Um, it's just a lot nicer up there. Okay, uh, yeah, let's uh, head out. Uh, hold on, let me say goodbye to these guys first. And I say in Orcish to uh, Og and Bog, uh, Hey guys, my uncle is taking me to his private parlor. <laughs> Ooh, lucky. I'm a little afraid. I'm a little afraid he's going to murder me. Could you tell my friends and have them be ready? <laughs> so smart. Yay. Yeah, do can do can do do. We got your back. We owe you one. Cool, thanks, bud. Finger guns. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uncle, let's go. Okay, um, you follow him up to the private parlor. He opens the door for you, um, like inviting you to walk in before him. Mm-hmm. I enter confidently. <laughs> uh, he shuts the door behind you. Um, does he lock it? He does not lock it. Is he not? 
Is okay. Is he in the room with me? He's in the room with you. Yeah. Okay. He walks over to uh, one of the cabinets, uh, grabs a bottle of whiskey, starts pouring uh, each of you a glass, uh, hands you one. Goes, look, my boy, I look this um, opportunity for you, uh, sir. It is is something that's um, come my way. I think you'd be perfect for takes a sip. Look, these these uh, fire breathing kittens of yours, they've, uh, they've they seem to have done a, a decent enough job with you. Um, thus far, but I, I think you could um, really step it up a notch um, if you want to um, c- come and uh, you know, work work with me and my um, associates. Who are your associates, Uncle? You know, you've always been my favourite nephew. Um, you've always um, seemed to, you know, we've always got on, seen eye to eye with each other. And, you know, your father and I did not get along. We took uh, different parts in life, and I think it's just about time that um, you gave me a hand with something, if you don't mind, um, because I, I, once again, I think you'd be perfect to uh, help me out with uh, one or two little things. Okay, but do you mind if we just beat around the bush a little bit more first? Oh, uh, <laughs> bush beating is uh, my absolute favorite uh, to be doing. I was being sarcastic, Uncle. Oh, Get to the point. Oh, I do apologize, yes. So I've been, uh, I've come across a group of people who uh, seem to be uh, on the up and up. They're a new group. They've been working their way towards greatness, and they've promised that I could earn riches beyond measure if I did one or two tasks for them. And, well, I, I did one of them, um, but that didn't go amazingly well. So I'm trying to make it up to them and bring in some new blood. And, well, it's just a shame that uh, some of these people have started dying around me. It doesn't give off the best signal, but... Mm-hmm. Sounds very interesting. Hmm. Go on. <sighs> Look, I, I won't beat around the bush any longer. Um, you and uh, You and your father did not get on. I didn't get on with your father and... I mean, it was difficult, um, personally, taking that hit out on him back um, back around the fighting tournament, but it, I, I did what needed to be done. Um, it, I mean, it didn't end well, and these people are really, really pressuring me to get some new blood in or else um, they'll do worse things to me. Um, so I... And you want... You want me to join this organization? Yes, I, I think you'd be uh, perfect for um, what we have in mind at the HHO. Uncle? Yes? <laughs> I would love to join your organization, but first I need to know what's going on on this boat. Uh, the well is difficult. You need to be very specific with your, your wishes. Sometimes people make vague wishes that ultimately don't work out. Some sometimes they just don't put in enough money. Sometimes the uh, the gin is um, feeling a bit malicious. But so someone made a wish, wasn't specific enough, and now we are reaping the consequences of that. It does seem to be that way. Yes. Were you the one who cast the vague wish? 
Well, I mean, I think everyone's cast a vague wish in their time, but, um, but I think one time I wished to have an easier life. Uh, that brought uh, you to me. That allowed me to read that girl's diary um, to try and get uh, financial information that allowed that that rot to get trapped in that freezer. I mean, just imagine <laughs> having a, a, a charity with the same initials as our group. Oh, he had to go for that. That was not on. They wouldn't have abided that. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I just, I, I thought I had something figured out. Uh, Celeste was, uh, that was a shame, but her agent is really being screwing me over in terms of um, royalties. So with her out of the picture, my life on that front would have been a lot easier. Uncle? Yes? I think it's time you got some rest, and I cast sleep on him. <laughs> okay. Is it, uh, I'm, I'm assuming there's some sort of saving throw for that, or does it just... Yeah, well, actually, what I do is I roll 5d8, and the total of that is um, the number that... So, like, I roll 5d8, and if it's, yeah, say, 32, yeah, I, I, and you, you have, like, 20 hit points, I can put you to sleep. Yeah, okay, so roll those for me. Okay, 5d8. There you are. One, two, three, four. That was uh, 16. <gasps> he slumps in his chair, sound asleep, and there's a lot of snoring going on from from the old man. All right. Uh, I say, it's okay, guys, you can come in. Assuming my friends are outside waiting for me. <laughs> we walk in. Yeah, your orc friends told us to. Yeah. Yes. Good. Whew. It was a close one. So, anyway, here's the skinny. <laughs> my, my uncle is working for the HHO. Hmm? He wanted me to join. Did I tell you guys about the HHO? Oh my gosh, Nesgrex. Every time I buy you a beer, two beers yeah. in, you're always like, HHO this, HHO that. <laughs> okay, good. So anyway, he's working for them. I still don't know what it stands for, but he wants me to join. He's basically responsible for everything, I think. And um, yeah, here we are. That's perfect. You can join, you can infiltrate, you can find out what they are and who they stand for, you know, like... Join them, yeah. I, I think it's... Yeah. Hail Hydra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's risky, uh, but uh, it, it, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm before when I was a warlock, I, I, I maybe would have had a little bit more confidence about it. I mean, I, I had more spells at the ready. I, I could do more cool things. I, right now, I'm a level one wizard. I, I mean, if I go into their cabal and they... I don't know. Let's say they cast Zone of Truth on me. How am I going to get around that one? Genuinely tell the truth? Uh, yeah, and get myself killed in the process? Um, perhaps I mean, you could take over for your uncle and just avoid them for a while until you finish and graduate from college with all your knowledge <laughs> and then join them and be like, I'm learning so I can better serve you. And then your uncle still gets justice, because I'm um, sure that the cousin is not going to take this lightly if he finds out. The, the 
Who? Klaus. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Klaus yeah. is probably not going to like Uncle Algie after tonight. No, no, no. What to do? Hmm. Well, all things to consider. Should we deal with the giant monster? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a gin, isn't it? Oh, gosh. Yeah, there's a gin in the well and there's a monster on board. So one option is that we take everybody who's still alive and we leave the boat. Now that we know definitively, it's a monster that kind of, I mean, no offense, Celeste, but she brought it on herself, you know, like she wished. Yeah. So so we take everybody who's still alive. We put them on a lifeboat. We go back to Nikimui and then we come back here with like a SWAT team and we clear the boat and then... No one will die, for sure. Uh, How flammable is are the boom-boom fruits? Oh, that's right. They're not flammable at all. Yeah. They're boat safe. Oh. I was just saying we could blow up the boat, oh burn the boat, burn the monster, <laughs> sail back to land. That's one way to make it monster-free. That's, that's <laughs> not bad, yeah. Um, uh, you do the same thing for spiders. <laughs> burn it all down. Uh, How... Sitara and Nezgrax, could you make me an Arcana check? Yeah. Oh, is that a nat 20? Nat 20, 24. Oh, bueno. It's a good time for it. 14. Okay, mm. Nezgrax, uh, you happen to have just done a paper on gins. Um, <laughs> so through your research uh, recently, you've learned that um, they are kind of bound to whatever object they inhabit. So can't go a long way from them without having to go back. So you think that if you could just get rid of the well somehow, then that would also take care of the gin, perhaps by throwing mm. it off the side of the boat. Mm. Titanic! <laughs> but, but, but... Other alternatives but, but. are available, of course. But the gin is not the monster. Or is it? That ate... Right? Like, Celeste was eaten by something that came in through the grate. That... Which could have easily swum back out again. It could have. I was just trying to avoid the door game. <laughs> uh... Your paranoia. <laughs> <laughs> Magical yeah. Nicomoy SWAT team? Question mark? Yeah, I don't, I don't have anything against the well myself. I mean, seems like a cool dude. Alright, maybe we should just go talk to him. The djinn? Yeah. Uh, seems like a dangerous again with the toys. I mean the goal is just to get everyone back to land and for you to join the HHO. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Well that that's a goal that has been <laughs> impressed upon me by <laughs> by my team. So yeah, still thinking that one over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I mean ooh, we could pay the well off to get the monster off the board, couldn't we? Well if if there is a monster, yeah. I mean I think the pressing issue here is that um, there's sort of a malfunctioning gin. It's not malfunctioning. Well? It's a captive, and it's angry, and it wants to... So, Wishmaster rules are that it has to obey the letter of the the rule, but if it doesn't like you, it doesn't have to obey the spirit, right? So that's just yeah. fair, fair game if you come at it with a non-specific wish. That's not its fault that mm-hmm. you, you know, are, are dumb. Okay. Well, um... I don't blame the well. Sure, sure. Uh, maybe we could just wish that it 
nullifies all the wishes that it's granted. Or just... So options. We can play the door game and confront Celeste's killer. We can ask the well to get the monster off the boat. You keep saying door game. I don't know where we got on this door game thing. Was that something that was introduced to us? Oh, there's a monster somewhere on board, and it's going to be behind a door, so like we have to... But where are you getting that information from? Do we know that? It could have left. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. It could not have... Shoot, do you just want to go check doors? Okay. Well, that's the door game. That's... <laughs> Look. Option. 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 Yeah. We lock ourselves in the captain's quarters that has the big spinny wheel or whatever and just lock ourselves in from the monster we drive back to port drive we drive we boat drive back to port we call a magical swat team they sweep the place for the monster yes we turn uncle over to the authorities no you decide if you want to join and take his stead because that opens up a power vacuum for you and then i go home with chauncey <laughs> oh yes your own butler <laughs> or nesgrax i'm open to options <laughs> oh <laughs> one of them is a butler and buff so <laughs> okay 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 i love this plan let's do it okay so get everybody up here in the quarters and mm-hmm. nesgrax what you do with the hho is up to you mm-hmm. yeah let's steer this boat back i mean it makes sense aren't we already heading back to port we've found a dead body <laughs> Oh gosh, we've just been heading further out this whole time. (laughs) Good job, guys. All right, so yeah, yeah, I totally love this plan. Let's, um, yeah, everyone but Kevin in the captain's quarters with the steering wheel. I love it. Okay. That's a good good plan, people. I I approve. (laughs) Yay. All right, so everyone gathers in uh, the parlor. The the helm itself is just above it on on the stern. Uh, for driving purposes, so you can see where you're going. Um, you turn the ship around, you make your way back to port. Um, I'm assuming you're going to be tying up algae if you want to hand them over to the authorities. Personally, I don't. Nesgrax, the best way to be someone's enemy is to be their friend. Yes. I think it's wisest if I play my uncle's game. Yeah. Sorry, Rod. Okay. <laughs> so we won't tie him up. He, he'll he just think that he passed out from alcohol, and um, uh, he thinks that I've agreed to his uh, proposal. So I'm going to probably become a member of the HHO pretty soon. Exciting. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, that sounds like the perfect time for a deception check, uh, just to... Oh, yeah. Fast forward through that uh, probably rather rambling <laughs> conversation, knowing him. Oh, that was pretty good. 21. <gasps> Exciting. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, so just in hushed tones, you uh, take him aside and explain that, yes, you'd be uh, more than happy to join in, but it's probably best that you um, do it on the down low and uh, just to um, do it in secret. And therefore, it would be best to kind of like work undercover within uh, uh, the guild to try and, you know, ferret out information for the HHO. And uh, Algy is very much um, appreciative of your help and then promises uh, you uh, quite a lot of riches in reward. Um, And then burps a very meaty burp at you because he's had a lot of alcohol. Great. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, so um 
So you make it back to port. Uh, what do you want to do now? You, you've got. You've currently got two corpses. <laughs> um, with you, Jim Bob. Jim Bob, the harbor master. Yes. <laughs> Are you there, Jim Bob? Did you just make that up? No. Oh, okay. He this has like appeared a, in more episodes than Nesgrax. Character. Okay, gotcha. Are what be the problem? And that is Jim Bob. Um, <laughs> Jim Bob and I, I bring out Celeste's body. We were attacked by a monster. I would be doing this, be it a kraken? We don't know. It It swam through the grate into the swimming pool when she was taking a dip. Oh, no, Jim Bob. Ah, uh, uh, that'd be, a, that'd be a, a, a common problem on some of these newer ships. He kind of pats the side of the yacht. It's like, no security, <laughs> see? <laughs> Call the SWAT team, Jim Bob. It might still be on board. Okay. Um, and he reaches into his belt and pull, uh, pulls out a flare gun. Go, this be the quicker way of doing it. <laughs> and shoots it into the sky. <laughs> and about about half an hour later, I mean, how how quick are SWAT teams normally in Nicomore? Under five minutes. Under five. Okay, we'll call it eight minutes then. They were finishing toast. It's quite early in the morning. <laughs> Eight minutes later, uh, uh, a very... Uh, I just thought of a really bad pun. It's a SWAT team full of gnomes. They're a squat team. Oh, my God. That's <gasps> yes! great. <laughs> uh, they turn up um, and start sweeping the boat, um, find the, the corpses, start interviewing um, the other um, the other guests to try and figure out like what was going on. They've, just, they've done their job. You've done your job. Uh, one of the gnomes walks up to uh, you as a group and um, kind of gives you a card and says, look, guys, if um, I mean, we appreciate your help and all, but if there's anything um, like this that uh, comes your direction, um, just give us a shout. Um, we'll try and help you out. Sweet. Great. Um, Thanks. He, he gives you a, a card and it says DGS on it. No. It do- doesn't mean anything know. to you right now, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not another one. God! <laughs> no. no. Uh, yes, Sitar takes it. Um, wonderful. Um, well, we're alive. Woohoo! Yeah. We, well, we did it right. <laughs> well done, everyone. With only two casualties, um, you're, <laughs> you're back safe and sound on port... So we'll call that for tonight. Thank you ever so much for uh, joining us on this uh, roller coaster of uh, death. Uh, <laughs> and uh, thank you, listeners, for uh, joining us uh, on this episode of the Fire Breathing Kittens podcast. With us were Sitara. Well, I suppose I should go check on my child. Nesgrax. You have a Bye-bye. child? <laughs> well, ward, child. <laughs> Um, daddy's gnomish slaves. <laughs> oh dear. Oh gosh. It's a different one. Uh, Darlin's gummy slippers. <laughs> He's going to be doing this for ages. <laughs> and Olive. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 Fellow podcasters, did you know that we do promotion swaps? 
Send us your 30-second promotion, and we'll send you ours, and we'll play it at the end of one of our episodes. This is a promotion that Rank Amateur wanted us to read. Here it goes. After you're done listening to this episode, why don't you go check out the Rank Amateur podcast? Rank Colon Amateur is a naval history and World of Warships podcast that goes over a different ship's history and gameplay in World of Warships in every episode. Go listen to Rank Colon Amateur for an entertaining and educational experience while you are working out, doing homework, or at the office. Available at anchor.fm slash rank hyphen amateur or on any good podcast site. That's anchor.fm slash rank dash amateur. Looking for something a little different? Tired of your regular podcast not fulfilling that urge for adventure? The group of rather unusual blokes is a sci-fi steampunk adventure, taking you across the multiverse in an effort to save all creation from... From... Uh, well, you'll just have to figure that out for yourself. Available on any podcasting device you prefer. Check them out at tgrubs.buzzsprout.com. Go back to a time where life was simpler, where you could leave your doors unlocked. A time of block parties, bobby socks, and soda jerks. A time to gather around the radio and listen to your favorite sitcom before there was television. So come back with me in an old-time radio comedy time machine. After America's second civil war, the country ceases to be a democracy and adopts an absolute rule. The era of nightmares before glory will bring every country on the planet to its knees. The Rise of King Asylus. Listen on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and all major podcast platforms. Visit www.theriseofkingasylus.com.